What up, everybody? Welcome back to the Stellar Seller Podcast. I am your host, Mason Boyd. Sitting beside, as always, Glenn Enos. Junior. And Matt Souza. What's up? And today we have a very special guest joining us. Our friend and fellow league member, Andrew Panacho. What's going on, bud? What's up, guys? What's Should up? It's going to be fun. It's going to be a blast, dude. Glad to have you on the show. That's right. I just bent out of shape about Olsen. That's about it. Yeah, well, it could be worse, dude. That's mm-hmm. right. We could have Delaney Walker. Could have lost Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> right now it is Sunday night, September 9th at 9.52 p.m. We're doing this podcast during the halftime of the Sunday night football game as the Bears travel to Lambeau Field. Right now, it's not looking too good for the pack. They are down... 17-zip. Uh, 17-zip at the half. Without Mr. Rogers. Without Aaron Rodgers, who got carted off the field. Well, not off the field. He walked off the field in his own power. And then he got carted off the field. Carted so off the sideline. So what is it? Did he get carted off or no? He got carted off the sideline back to the locker room. Yeah. But no, it, doesn't, it doesn't look good. All right? No. It doesn't, it's not it doesn't look, good. look good. It does not look good in the slightest. Got to be honest. We yeah. don't have exact details. No, we don't. But we'll get them. They'll be out by the time someone listens to this. All right. So basically, what we're gonna do on this show is uh, we're gonna recap uh, the games that happened today, and um, and that wonderful Thursday night game. Oh man, what a great game that was! Week one starter, baby. Let's let's start with that. Okay, (laughs) Thursday night football. You have the defending champs, the Philadelphia Eagles, at home against the Atlanta Falcons Mm -hmm. for fantasy. This was a hard game to watch. Yep. It was a hard game to watch, even not. In ge- yeah, in general. That's true. The last two minutes. First of all, it was best. delayed because of lightning. So a long night turns oh, into yeah. an even longer night. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> the Eagles came out victorious, 18-12. to 12, An ugly score. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you what the score was, to be honest. Yeah, see, the thing is. It was bad. It I, was. I don't want to brag, but I picked the Eagles. And uh, my two co-hosts. No, uh, I picked the Eagles too. Oh yeah, that's right. Susa fucked up. Susa fucked up. Um, I should have known the choke artist Matt Ryan would screw up in the end. He should have won. I mean, no, they were driving down that Matt field. Ryan, then though, the first drive, they looked promising. They did. Freeman looked good too. Freeman looked great until he got stuffed three times on the goal line, and then of course you know we're gonna switch off every drive him and Tevin Coleman. That pissed me off. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of detrimental. Like, like nobody, neither of them can get, like, a groove going. You know what I'm saying? I just thought he played so bad, he looked like 2016 Peyton Manning. Who are you talking about, Matt Ryan? Yeah. yeah he was throwing ducks He was out bad. There, Disgusting. Dude. This guy, Matt Ryan. Blame him. Now, people tell me he's a former MVP. Yeah, former. Keyword. What I saw on Thursday night was not MVP football. No. Nick Foles was Nick Foles, though. You take away yep. the playoffs last year, he's Nick Foles. All right, all right. Little Dick Nick. No, 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 no. Yes. yes. No, no. Old Dick Nick. No. <laughs> it was no. raining. It was definitely small. Listen, listen. <laughs> Shrinkage. Listen. Very small. <laughs> On Thursday night, Big Dick Nick was not Big Dick Nick. Mm-hmm. He was Limp Dick Nick. Okay. It's still big. It was just limp. You know, it wasn't hard. Ew, it was limp. Mm. It was limp. But he still won an O in the air. Because Matt Ryan's a choke artist. Yeah, because Matt Ryan sucks and Steve Sarkeesian doesn't know what the fuck to do on offense. I mean, Atlanta was driving down that last uh, drive, and once they got, once that field got tight in the end, the red zone, they just shot themselves. Yeah, that's incomplete. Incomplete. Wow, come on, man. <laughs> God damn it! You know, this is the last time you've been on this podcast. <laughs> he's coming on every week now. <laughs> oh my god, he's coming on every week now. I think yeah. we just say he's driving, he's driving, and it gets, it gets tight. It's tight. No, I didn't even, I didn't even start driving, dude. I can't. <laughs> and he shot it himself. <laughs> 
shot himself. Body fluids came out of All the right. wrong hole. Let's talk about the fantasy implications here. Julio Jones was a beast. Yep, Great. a beast without touchdowns. Yep, that's. Like I mean, last year, ten receptions, one hundred sixty-nine yards. I'll take that. And you have uh, for the Falcons running backs Freeman and Coleman. Uh, didn't get a lot of rushes between both of them. Fifteen combined rushes for. Uh, let's see, 36 plus 19 is 54 yards. Mm-hmm. And Freeman rushed for six times, 36 yards, averaging six yards per carry, but they just don't give him the ball. Why would they? Well, <laughs> he hurt his knee in the in the middle of the game, which left Coleman in there a lot. Yeah, the even then, Coleman yeah, salvaged the game because he got a touchdown. Yeah. Salvages. I'm just Freeman explaining salvages. why Freeman wasn't yeah, in but there. But Freeman was still in there for most of the second half. It wasn't until the last drive that we knew that he actually had a knee injury and he was questionable to return. So, I don't know what's going on. Matt Ryan threw the yeah. ball 43 times, only for 251 yards and one pick, no touchdown. Yeah, I don't get it. Ugly pick. Other than that, if yeah, you're if you don't own anyone besides Julio Jones on the Falcons, you weren't happy. Right. I wasn't happy with Freeman. You might have been happy with Tevin Coleman, I was, Mason. Uh, I was like, a Luke. I was like, uh, okay. I mean, yeah. He's doing right. <laughs> like he had he had one reception for 26 yards. Nine rushes for 19 yards. That's Coleman in a touchdown. 45 yards and a touchdown. Without that touchdown, Coleman really... Didn't do shit. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, first game of Coleman the season. Coleman needs to get hot, though. That's the thing. He's never had a chance, other than the first two weeks of his rookie season then he got that rib injury, he's never had a chance to, like, get fully out there. He never has more than 10, 15 carries a game. That's never. the thing. Wait, he what? needs 22. His last year at college, he gets 2,000 yards rushing. That's averaging like 30 carries a game. And I think we're going to see that over the course of the season as we've seen in the past because Freeman and Coleman hurt each other. If it was just one of them in the backfield, mm-hmm. then it would be a great fantasy running back. That's what happened with Freeman. Coleman went down. Yep, Freeman, and Freeman was great. Yeah. Exactly. And I think the same goes if, if Freeman goes down or something happens to him, yeah. Coleman would be great too. But together, it's kind of like... You think it's, it's a perfect committee to start? You have one at flex or both a RB1, RB2? Yep. But it's not. At one point, you could have done that when Freeman had his crazy year. but yeah, Not but even, though, because Coleman... Uh, that's also uh, under a different offensive coordinator. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah, the Falcons um, just... Uh, red zone offense is terrible. Yeah. If you're a Julio Jones owner, you, uh, you're not doing that good as Jordan Howard catches a pass for... Dude, it was- Nine yards to start the half. Dude, the perfect example of that was like of how bad they are. Red, red zone offense was when they went for it on fourth down. In the it was in the first quarter, I believe. They went for it on fourth down. They were on what, like the two? They were at the goal line. It was first like and goal from line. like the three. They gave it to Freeman but three times. They gave it to Freeman three times. They or they gave it to him twice. Then they threw it on third, and then fourth down. Eagles completely stacked the box. There was no way that Devonta Freeman was getting in the end zone, and they fucking ran it anyway. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's like beating your head into a wall. Yeah, and it's like when you have a guy like Julio Jones, who's just an elite talent. Yeah. How you do not give him, in, how you how you don't give him the ball in the red zone blows my mind. Especially, yeah, dude, especially the fact that literally all you have to do is just toss toss back like a fade. He's talented enough where he can go up and get that ball. It's yeah. like, why are you gonna run? First of all, why are you going to run when the box is completely loaded? Number two, why are you going to run against the Eagles' defensive line, which is one of the best in the league? Yeah. It's like, what are you doing, man? Come on. Overall, <laughs> uh, takeaway from that game, I don't know if both defenses were as good as they played, but I think the offenses just might have been that bad on Thursday night from both teams. Yeah. Shout out to the silver lining, Jay Ajayi. Fuck Jay Ajayi. Yeah. Who got two touchdowns yeah. and 62 you yards. In it. You got to... It is what it is. He had a rough first half, I'll tell you that. 
JJ is just good. No fucking sell. He's solid. I mean, 62 yards. 62 yards, but when you get in the end zone twice. Which you can't always count and on. And the second one wasn't like it was a goal line. You, it was no, like 10 it was yards out. What was promising was the 15 carries. That's good to see. Clem- yeah. Clement, Sproles, even Aguilar got Especially, a carry. Yeah, that, I think everyone was surprised how much work Sproles got in that game. Yeah, five carries. I mean, he, he came out hurt, as the starter. Yeah, before he got hurt last year, he was a very, you know, used focal point in their offense. He had nine touches. Total touches. Yep. Oh, we almost got wow, picked. Wow, man. Oh. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky um, almost throwing a pick in the second half. But, uh. Eagles win. Yep, Eagles win. So we move on to Sunday where the real football starts. Woo, what a day. What a day to start out. Let's, <laughs> let's go to Cleveland. Cleveland? Oh, oh man. man. Come on. This game. Cleveland, where the. Literally. Let's Cleveland see. got a Cleveland, man. Like. If there are uh, any Cleveland Browns fans listening to this podcast. Rip. I feel for you. Rip in peace. I feel for you. You should have had this game. But, um. I mean, you didn't lose, right? Yeah. You know, there's that. We're getting closer. But you didn't that. win. No. <laughs> but neither did the Steelers because they tied. But I think I think things are looking up in Cleveland. Um, they can't get any worse. Yeah, they, they can really get better from here. Obviously, Tyrod Taylor, not great on a rainy day. 15 for 40. 197 oh, yards, God. a touchdown. What's, a, the, what's the name for the coach of Cleveland again? Hugh, Hugh Jackson. Jackson. Imagine that guy. Imagine being one in thirty-one. And one. And still having a job. <laughs> and one. And still having a job. If he were to eat for the rest of his career, like that, you can't come back from him. You can never have like a six hundred kind of career. No. Like no. Unless he completely turns his Browns team around for the you know next three years. You go sixteen old for two straight years, and you're back at five hundred. <laughs> I think one of the big things going into this game was uh, probably how Josh Gordon was going to look. Um, you know, coming back from yep. his suspension. Uh, he was on a snap count, but he <laughs> still made the most of it, and he ended up with a touchdown. One catch, one touchdown for 17 yards in uh, yeah. fourth quarter play, which is huge for the comeback. He had one of the biggest plays of the game, tied it up. Um, biggest part from this is Jarvis Landry picking up where he left off on a new team. That was um, promising to see. You never Seven receptions, 106 yards. He's exactly what I was saying before. He's going to get around 100 yards. He's going to get seven-plus receptions. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what he did. Could have had a touchdown. Other than that, you're looking at the next guy, um, Rashard Higgins, one catch for 38 yards. David Njoku, who I think will be a good tight end this year, only three catches for 13 yards. Other than that, guys with just one catch. Like I said, Tyrod Taylor wasn't great this game. Carlos Hyde. also played hurt early, though. Yeah, and it was a rainy day in Cleveland, so bad weather. Yeah, terrible weather. Played a big factor into it. Um, Tyrod Taylor does get a rushing touchdown. Eight rushes for 77 yards and a touchdown. That's big. So that's the thing with Tyrod Taylor is passing that might not be there every week. Did you say eight rushes for how many yards? Eight rushes for 77 yards eight and a touchdown. Eight rushes for 77 yards. Tyrod Taylor. And they tied 21-21. Yeah. That's why they lose. That's I, why they tie. Like I'm saying. Eight rushes for 77 yards. You're basically ru- averaging 10 yards a rush. How the hell do you not use it? That game is eight rushes over four quarters and a full overtime period. Yep. That's why you suck. <laughs> from a, Sorry, the Browns. <laughs> from a fantasy standpoint, Tyrod Taylor's, you know, we know who he is. He can, although his passing numbers might not be great, but he can always, you know, he has a kind of a higher floor than most quarterbacks because he yeah. can get it done with his legs. But he's a very low ceiling. Yeah. Like, he can get you probably, like, mid-teens on average, but he's not going to go much higher than that if he has a good week. From, uh, from Carlos Hyde on the Browns, 22 rushes, what you like to see, but... Only 62 yards, even though he does find the end zone in this game. Yeah, it's prom- It's really good to see that he is the workhorse back. Nick Chubb was there a little bit, but uh, it was all a Carlos Hyde. 
Let's talk about Big Ben on the road. Is this a problem? Yes. It's been a problem. It's been a problem for a long time. Is it going to continue to be a problem? Yeah. I think so. Probably. Big Ben, 23 for 41, 335 yards, one touchdown, three picks, and a fumble loss. Was it three picks? Oh. It should have been four, I think. Three picks and a fumble loss. Yeah, he almost, oh he, almost he could have had like five picks, honestly. Oh, they didn't count that as a pick. That's why. Because a fumble loss, it kind of like, he yeah, threw it they, said, they said it got hit out of his hands, even though it looked like an interception. It was a uh, fumble lost. Yeah, that's that's just what you see with Big Ben on the road. Even if it is the Browns, that's yeah. what you're going to find on the road. But then again, in the terrible weather. Stars, yeah, wide receiver stars still show up. Antonio Brown, nine receptions, 93 yards, and a touchdown after uh, he was pretty locked down for the he's, first he's half. A, he's, he was. A, he's a solid. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to get that every game. And the same thing with, with fantasy-wise. If For me, if I would go Gurley, David Johnson... After that, I would go Antonio Brown. I wouldn't go as far Zeke. as consistency goes. As in, like I know my first round pick is there's no boom or bust kind of scenario like with Shaq Juan or anything like that. I I know what I'm gonna get out of Brown. Yeah, he's gonna get targeted ten times a game. He's no, gonna he get hundred yards, and especially in a game where the Steelers need to pass, you know they're gonna be looking AB all the time. So AB, you know, doesn't have that high floor, which is what you want. Yeah, Juju. Oh, sorry. No, you can go ahead. Talk about Juju. Juju Smith-Schuster, <laughs> five yard, uh, five receptions, 119 yards. Um, you like it. You Love like, it. You yeah. like it. If yeah. you're a Juju Smith-Schuster owner, you're happy. He has that big playability. We mm-hmm. saw it today. He broke yeah. off one for, I want to say, 50-plus yards, uh, which can contributed yeah. to his yard total. He almost made the end zone. He was just gassed. Let's talk about uh, like the biggest surprise from this game, although it being a tie, is James motherfucking Connor. Oh, man. Yeah. Who needs Le'Veon, right? Crazy. Cool. Thirty-one point seven points for me after you dropped him, Souza. Yeah, is that you yeah. had him? I had him. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's okay. James Conner goes off today. Thirty-one rushes, one hundred thirty-five yards, two touchdowns, along with five receptions for fifty-seven yards. That would That's a better flex than Jamal Williams, don't you think? All right, let's talk about this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is, is this for real? Are we going to see this from James Conner? While Le'Veon Bell continues his absence from the team, thirty-six touches is a lot, but like I think it's also extra. The overtime that contributes, yeah, the overtime also, and the weather, yeah. Because yeah. so. no, the last two drives they just trying to run it to get a little bit better field goal range, but really yeah. not give up the ball. So you got to think about that too. Oh, Rogers is back! Oh, breaking news: Aaron Rodgers is with back a helmet in the on, game. with a helmet on, oh, and uh, he looks like he's ready to roll. But no, but really, I think this James Conner thing is actually a pretty interesting story with going on with Bell. So this is my scenario. I thought if James Conner sucked, say if he gets like 10 carries, 25 yards, drops a couple of receptions he could have caught, I think the Steelers have to push their hand and have to try to sign Bell. But if James Conner proves how great he was, mm-hmm. then Bell's like, crap. All right, I got to play because I'm losing over a million dollars a week on my game check because I'm getting the ten, the franchise tag tenor. But now it's the middle ground because James Connors is amazing, but then the Steelers tie with the, with the Browns and don't yeah. look like a professional football team like they usually do. Yeah, so what does Brown do? So do, am I scared about my job or do I not want to show my hands and then they get away with it? If, if I'm leaving on Bell, I'm honestly fed up. And I'm going to say, look, I'm going to come back for the minimum games. I'm going to get paid somewhere else and do this. That's that's one of the reasons why as a Le'Veon Bell owner... And, Quietly, under the radar, David Johnson got paid three years, $39 million, $30 million guaranteed. Yeah. And that's him coming off an already hurt year. Yeah. 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 But that, that's 
that see that's the difference between the Cardinals and the Steelers. Cardinals had that faith in David Johnson to make him their franchise guy. Steelers are proving right now they can have running back success without Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think the ball is. Um, well, I think the advantage is in the Steelers' favor. They have a running back that did well. You yeah, can, like the Steelers didn't lose this game because James Conner. Yeah, they had four turnovers. Oh, no, absolutely. Four not. turnovers and a missed field goal. But say, That's do why. you think it's going to be like Harrison with the Steelers last year? Because again, he was getting paid, but he wasn't playing at all, and they weren't using him. Do you think if they if Le'Veon Bell says I'm only come for the minimum amount of games, how is he going to be football ready in the middle of the season? And the division's not going to be any easier. Baltimore's defense looked amazing this week. Flacco finally had some targets to throw to. Um, Bengals, I wouldn't be too they worried won't. about them. But they're gonna—they're still going to be incontent through the middle of the year. You're really going to put Bell out there, who has a history problem. Of, they might—they might not put him out there. If James Conner—if James Conner is doing his dues, yeah, and he plays and his well, offensive line likes him, which they're not really yep. acting that way with Bell, regardless. Yep. Do I smack James Conner in the face by just giving the job back no. to Bell, knowing that this guy does not want to be here and is going to leave? If right I'm the Steelers, the I don't. If sure. James Conner continues to perform like this I have for however sh- long mm-hmm. Bell yeah, is you out. You don't have to force your hand. Yeah, but the only, thing, for, the, thing is, the only thing for Bell is he just has to suit up and go to the games and yeah. return to the team. Whether they choose to play him or not, that's on the yeah. Steelers. But that's the thing, though. If the Steelers know that they want to, they want to keep Conner, I think the best thing that works for both of them is they trade Bell right before the trade deadline. They could do that, too. Wow. And then, Either way, Bell is looking to get paid in the offseason. Because no team's going to make a trade. So the Steelers are going to get something. they Because it's going to be last year and there's no extra years left on his contract, they're not going to get a first-round pick for Bell. They're going to get a second-pound pick, kind of like a high-two type of deal, or they can get a third, fourth, and like a seventh. But do you think a team would trade for Bell the, knowing that the he, team, could, he could be just a rental for the season? No, because that's the thing. No team's going to trade for Bell and not pay him. They're going to want Bell. They're going to want to pay him. That's a good point. But somebody, Bell, Bell might get a better offer from some other team, and then he could leave. I don't know. If the, if there's a team willing to trade for him and they're willing to pay for him, it's it's got to be a pretty penny. Yeah, I think I would take the risk if I was another team. You have to, I feel like you could take that risk. He's a franchise player. I mean, yeah. especially if you, you know, if you're a team that's like one piece away like he's a transcendental talent, you know what I mean? So yeah. like you take the risk. I mean if you don't if you don't sign him, I mean uh-huh. sucks. But if he helps you in a Super Bowl, who cares? You know what I mean? Yeah. I just think, you know, ninety nine times out of hundred, whenever these guys get the big contracts, they never pan out. We're gonna talk later about Cleo Mack and like he seems like he's gonna be the first guy in a while to prove that he is worth every single penny. Yep. All right, so. All right, moving on to the next game. game. As the Steelers and Browns tie, we can't help but laugh because. That's just just the Browns thing to do. Yeah, that's just what happens. (laughs) Ugly all the way to the end. All right, so we move to Indianapolis where the Bengals visit the Colts and Andrew Luck's return. Where Sousa was the only one that picked that game correctly. Yeah, congrats to Sousa. You got one right. Thank you. You did good, Ken. Bengals on the road visiting the Colts. Uh, Andy Dalton. Pretty solid not game. Bad, Red rifle. Twenty-one for eighteen, two hundred forty-three yards. Out of the gate, this game. Two touchdowns yep. and a pick for Andy Dalton. I think the real story was uh, Joe Mixon. Yeah, Joe Mixon had a great game against you know the bad defense, but a lot of people are calling for a good game for Mixon and you know seventeen carries. That's what you want to see. And it's he produced. The one, it's the one defense you want all your running backs going against. Though. Yeah, Colts defense. Yeah. Yeah. 
now and in the past have shown that they are bad against the rush. The only thing worse than the Colts' offensive line is their defensive line. (laughs) That's true, and they showed it today as uh, Joe Mixon rushes 17 times for 95 yards and a touchdown. And, of course, A.J. Green did A.J. Green things. Again, he's... I was going to get to that. I was going to continue to talk about Joe Mixon because he also had five catches for 54 yards. Also what you want to see. And I think everyone should be watch out for John Ross coming out of Cincy. John Ross, one catch for three yards and a touchdown, (laughs) but he was targeted a lot of times downfield. He's a speedster. He is. He's very fast. If Andy Dalton can get connections with John Ross down the field, it's going to be some big plays, which leads to big points in fantasy football. That's right. A.J. Green did what he was supposed to do. John Ross in our league? Do you? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Fuck off. But I think the thing to note about the Bengals too is you can't you can't expect this kind of consistency from them all the time. I mean, they put up thirty four points. Oh hell no! Yeah. Well, their but defense got a touchdown. Keep in mind, touchdown. it's still the Bengals. So, you know, at any point in time, Andy Dalton could be like, "Oh yeah, I'm Andy Dalton," and then fucking go for a game. Honestly, where... the Bengals are like a a more polished up Browns team. Mason, you're never gonna get tired of shitting on the Bengals. Nope, never in my life. As long as Marvin Lewis has a job in the NFL, I will shit on the Bengals. How much of a loser organization you have to be wow, here to we go. fucking here we go. hire back a guy who's never won a playoff game? He's been your on your team as the coach for eleven seasons. This is more than one podcast. I feel like it's been more than the eleven <laughs> because it's ridiculous really? to me, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah. let's yeah. talk about the Colts. How about let's talk about uh, the Colts rushed it more than the Bengals, but they almost threw it twice as much as the Bengals. Fifty-three attempts. From Andrew Locke. All right, 39 for 53. They're really trying to ease in that shoulder. (laughs) Yeah. 39 for 53 for Andrew Locke. 390 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Um, Good game from Locke. It's basically like a car that they blew the transmission, and like, all right, we just got a new one. It's all fixed up. Let's go to California. Yeah, let's go go cross country with it. Guys, I think Andrew Locke is going to be back. And he's going to be the same fancy QB he, he was is, before he got he's hurt. He's not going to be the 45 touchdowns in one season, Andrew Luck, though. It could. I don't think so. It could. I hope he's at least just decent, man. I'm sick of them being bum-ass quarterbacks in the NFL. His biggest, playing his biggest enemy is the line. He got beat up a bunch. That's he took okay. a nice hit to the head. Yep. Well, that was just like a dirty play. Well, he's just I a mean, fucking savage. I think he rushed on that play. So, yeah. He did, but, but that, guy, that guy lowered his shoulder and went right for his head. Nope. Is, he got ejected for, rightfully so. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I mean, Running back situation was a lot of Wilkins. Uh, got the majority of the carries. 14 rushes yep. for 40 yards. And uh, the other running back, Hines, rushed for five times for 19 yards but caught seven passes for 33 yards. Yeah. Could show some value in a PPR league as maybe, a, you know, you start him as a flex. Um, it has to be like our league. It has to be a 14-man league. Did we give him any recognition? Seven, seven catches yeah. in a PPR, seven points. Yeah. There's a 14-half-point PPR. But, I mean, seven catches, seven <laughs> catches. You're going to get the ball seven times in a game, plus add on whatever rushing you're getting. Yeah, I mean, you got 21 touches. That's pretty good. Still and early. And we're still going to see. Th- if you think about it, the Colts are going to be playing from behind yeah. more times than not. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And like I said, with the running back situation, we're still going to see how that works out as the season progresses. It's still yeah. only week one, so it's kind of early. Uh, T.Y. Hilton finds the end zone. We expect his production to go up with Andrew Luck back at quarterback. And I think he makes double-digit touchdowns. I think he hits 1,000 yards receiving. But I think for fantasy owners, buy or sell, I would sell him. Just the mere fact that you're going to get boom or bust type of stuff. Yeah, just know. on the name. I don't think he's going to be consistently 
you know, yeah. consistent. Yeah, like 10, <laughs> 10 points a week. Win. Like there's gonna be some weeks where he gets like five. But there's gonna be some he's gonna he's, gonna he's gonna he's gonna have a thirty point game, and then he's gonna have a five point game. Yeah. yeah, even when Andrew Luck was healthy, that was always kind of his shtick. Yeah. He's like boomer bust player. I mean, he's he's a talented wide receiver, but it's just I don't know. And uh, tight ends. Tight ends Jack Doyle gets seven catches for 60 yards, but a killer fumble at the end of the game would kind of yeah. cost Oof. Indianapolis the game. And that's it for tight ends for the Colts. So that is not true won. because uh, Eric Ebron <laughs> did, what he's, did what I said he'd do. 51 yards and a nice, beautiful touchdown right up the sideline. It was beautiful. And I got a lot of, a lot of dirty looks from that play. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Even a blind squirrel finds a nut sometimes, and today, my thoughts Eric exactly. Ebron found his nuts. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, let's talk about my nuts, because my, my nuts predicted that the, the, the Browns would win. <laughs> in the black hole. In, in, a, in a different universe, but they ended but up tying, tie. so what are we... So, so you got one nut back. I have yeah. one nut. So I'm not <laughs> Kyle X. I'm not Kyle XY. I'm Lance Armstrong. Is that what yeah. it is? Pretty much. Yeah, what the hell is Kyle XY doing this? Kyle XY well, doesn't have anything. Explain. He has no belly button. Oh, there's no belly button? I thought yeah. he had no uh, dick. Oh, my God, Glenn. You're feeding us lies. I've never seen the show. I just thought that's how it was. I, I just saw the first episode. I Wait, so he has no belly button? No belly button. That was the whole big deal about it. I thought it was Kyle XY because he didn't have, like, a dick or a vagina or anything. <laughs> it was just skin. Come on. No, oh, they man. said XY because it's, like, sci-fi. I should have known. How did you not have a dick or a vagina? I don't know. He was a boy, Glenn. Yeah, but he didn't have a dick. Are you assuming his gender? How do you not have a belly Ooh, button? Okay, okay, let's move on, let's move on, let's move on. Oh, here we go, Mason ruined everything. Um, oh, yeah. Let's just, I mean, Eifert, let's talk about him quick, because uh, he's a big guy that people want to see. He got three for 44, nothing crazy. But yeah. he's he's healthy, He's right? a tight end. He's healthy. Yeah, give it a week. He's a tight end. <laughs> no, he was a, he was a Gronkian tight end before. Oh, yeah, he was. He was a cheap man's Gronk. So, Very but, cheap man. No, like, he's still healthy. Didn't do, he's, didn't have a great game. He's but, still healthy. Again, like his rookie year, he was out the whole year, and then he had that breakout year the year after, and then the year after that, I think he played eight games, and then last year he played maybe four. Yeah, yeah, it's week one from Tyler Effort. Got to see more. Not impressive, but he was a touchdown machine. So we'll I'm see, pretty you know. sure it's all different types of injury. I think last year was a back injury. A couple years back was the knee injury. Really, so it's all over the place. Yeah, he's all yeah, We'll see. I say <laughs> keep the keep yeah keep Eifert and start him. No, I mean, yeah, it's a tight end. Yeah, it's a tight end. Anyone who's not Gronk or that's about it. Travis too. Kelsey, you're gonna take a chance on <laughs> yeah, it. Anyway. We'll we'll Honestly, Travis Kelsey later. Gronk is <laughs> Gronk is gonna give you ten plus points out of that slot. Yeah. He's going to. Gronk's a fucking man. Kelsey's not like that. There's no one else really like even Zach Ertz. Shout out Craig one time. Well, yeah. Well, let's save that for that game. Right? Yeah, let's move on to the longest game of my fucking life. Oh, longest my game God. Technically in the history of the what was worse? Since the merger. This game we're about it. to talk about or the Eagles-Falcons game? They're both up there for absolute crap. Honestly, the Eagles-Falcons uh, Eagles Eagles game, I hated watching just because I don't like both teams. I think it was worse because it was a Thursday night with a Sunday night crew. First game of the season. Yep. Yeah. Both, Only te- one game both teams on. supposed to be powerhouses because yeah. they both have a lot of talent, and it just shit the bed. Like I think this the, game just sucked because it was long. Yeah, I don't know what sucked more, the game or the New Jersey's Titans out. Those things are garbage. You like the Titans jerseys? Oh, no. I liked them. You like them, bro, dude? Yeah. They look like if you made a creative team, that's the jersey you put together. Bro, the blue helmets. The helmets are whatever. I'm talking about the jerseys. Those are yeah, those are fine. Those are alternates. The baby blue ones. Anyways, besides Ooh. the jerseys, 
Yeah, we didn't uh, even say what game this was. Okay, it was Titans Dolphins. Oh yeah, Titans, <laughs> Titans the Dolphins game lasted for about oh, fucking like six hours, twenty four hours of my Sunday. You know, if it didn't get delayed a bunch, it probably would have been a decent game to watch. Yeah, uh, there was some scoring at the end. Dolphins would get the Gabbert victory, twenty seven twenty. Um, yeah, Mariota left the game. I couldn't tell you if it was before the first delay or before the second delay. I think, yeah, there I, was think two. Went, I think I had to like there's save more water or something. Those two, those <laughs> yeah. two picks. Um, I believe leaves with an injury. I'm not sure what the injury was. He's still on the sideline, just didn't have his helmet. Yeah. Still in pads. So they bring in Blaine Gabbert to finish off this game. He goes 11 for 22, 117 yards and a pick. No quarterback touchdown from the Titans, but we do get a touchdown from Deion Lewis. 16 rushes, 75 yards, one touchdown, added along with five receptions and 35 yards. Mm-hmm. Deion Lewis in fantasy football, you like him. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, he's great. Especially PPR. Yeah. Great at flex. I'll live with him at running back two. He can't be my number one. He, no, obviously oh, not. But, but he as, shouldn't as be. a flex or an RB2, I have no problem starting Deion Lewis from here on out. He's proven in this Titan offense. He's like DeMarco Murray, except a little better. Yeah, this was a big question with Lewis coming in and Henry seeming to be the workhorse. Lewis but needs to get like 15 carries a game, though. For, see, sorry to Lewis cut you got off. 16. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like As long as he gets 15 carries, I'm going to be happy. Yeah, the thing is, I'm a big Derrick Henry guy. He had in this game 10 rushes for 26 yards because Deion Lewis was performing so good. But let's not forget, he had a very big touchdown taken away from him due to a holding call on Delaney Walker. But at the same time, would he get that long run? Oh, yeah, he definitely would have. I didn't see it. There's no doubt. No doubt. No the holding was like know. somewhere on the other side of the field. I always hate that about stuff. Like, if you're going to call a penalty when it has nothing to do with the actual play itself. Yeah. Yeah, that's really annoying, honestly. That is so yeah. dumb. Speaking of Delaney Walker, he suffers a nasty injury towards the end yeah. of the game. Man. An ankle Gets his ankle completely twisted fracture. around. Looks like a break and a dislocated ankle. The season might be over, which sucks for Delaney Walker owners because he's been a steady tight end. For the past four or five years. Sucks for the Titans, too. I felt like they were a team that could potentially make some noise yeah, this year. I mean, I also think that this was his last year to be a top tight end. Because he is getting up there in age. He is. Oh, yeah. Tight ends are the only skill positions, I guess you want to call I know they're not skill as in running back, wide receiver, stuff like that. But they are skill at the same time. So yeah. those are the only skill positions you can be up there in age. Yeah. And uh, Delaney Walker proved to be Mariota's go-to guy. Mm-hmm. His safety valve since Mariota's been the quarterback of the Titans. Yep. So it sucks yep. to lose him. We'll have to see who steps up for the Titans uh, throughout the season. Uh, Corey Davis makes some noise. Yeah. Six receptions for 62 yards. I think this year we're going to see the emergence of Corey Davis in this Tennessee offense. Don't see a lot of uh, – you don't see any of Rashard Matthews. Right. Um, Davis looks to be the man. Yeah, that's about it. Davis leads with receptions, then Walker, Deion Lewis. Everybody else, it's kind of, they're, I mean, they're not worthy to start in fantasy. You know, Corey Davis is, is going to pick up a lot more traction in that offense, too. Especially Rashad Delaney, Matthews Delaney was high on a lot of draft boards. Yeah. You know, a lot of, like, number fires and all those kind of, like, nerdy stat the places. The stuff that Jay Fryer uses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, he, no receptions. I don't know what happened with him today. Probably gonna drop yeah. in one of my other league just because there's so many wide receivers out there to pick up. Like a, it's week one, it's still early. The delay could have had a big factor in it, the double delay. So I would hold on to Rashard Matthews just for now to see where it gets going, especially with Delaney Walker being out in the future. They're gonna need another guy to throw to. That's true. Yeah, we'll probably keep him now. But let's go to Miami. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill makes his return. Throws 28, uh, 20 for 28, 230 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Solid. 20 for 28, yeah. 200 yards. 
230 yards, two touchdowns, two picks, solid. Interceptions hurt. But yeah. Other than so that, per attempt, he's, he's getting less than 10 yards. Like, like what, maybe seven? With no with no Devontae Parker, he has Kenny Stills, who really is his only deep threat. He's got Amendola, Ryan Grant. I mean, Kenny Stills catches four balls for 106 yards and two touchdowns. Shout out to Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills. Obviously, with that big playability, anyone who had the stones to start him too. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't, get, I don't, don't get Brendan credit. No, but the thing <laughs> is, like, I don't see you know now with Tannehill back and this wide receiver core, Devontae Parker's not in the lineup. I don't have a problem with starting Kenny Stills. Yeah, but what is no. De- Devontae Parker? He's just a, a big name because I had him last year. He did nothing for me. He did, but he didn't <laughs> have Tannehill last. He's year. supposed to, and be now he's supposed to be the, the number guy. one guy. With Ryan Tannehill. When a guy's supposed to be the number one guy for three years, yeah. that means it's never going to pan out. <laughs> but, but like I said, we had, he had Jarvis Landry the past two years. Now it's it should be him. But like I said, with Kenny Stills in this production. A slot guy shouldn't be taking away your ability to take over the field. We'll see what happens once Kenny, he comes back. I, Parker definitely has that skill, but like more like lightning in a bottle type of stuff. Yeah. Like he'll make a spectacular catch. Out of bounds. Yeah. yeah. But he made the catch. Like he yeah. flashes. No, Parker definitely has a lot of talent. It's just how he's going to use it on the field. It's all about consistency, season. man. That's it, especially in fantasy. We'll look at uh, the running backs. Frank Gore had a decent day with the amount of touches that he had. You mean Frank Girth? Yeah, Frank Girth, dude. Because he's got that girth. The gore. Frank the Girth On gore. his dick. Okay. All right. Frank Gore is timeless, okay? Nine rushes for 61 yards. You like it. That's pretty Versus good. Versus 14 rushes for 48 yards from Drake. Not that good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are you starting Gore, though? No. Nah, I'm going to wait. No. You like st- I said, mark my words. Hold on but to I mean, him. Sure. it was promising, though. If you like your bench, your guy is going on a on a bye, you put him at flex if it's a good sure. matchup. Mark my words. Uh-oh. Frank Gore but he's take not, over the starting But job. he's not a guy. No, he's not a guy Ooh. that you put in. It's not like I play a matchup game. So, like, if I had, like, I don't know, name a decent kind of McCaffrey. If he has a play, say he's playing Denver's defense, Jacksonville defense, I will still put in McCaffrey over Frank Gore, even if Frank Gore is playing against the Colts. Yeah. Frank Gore doesn't tickle my, my fancy in that way. I will put him in if I need him at a flex. Bye weeks, injuries, all that stuff. And you kind of we, have, we have this conversation again. Week nine, you come talk to me because Frank Gore will be the starting running back. It's not that I don't believe in Ken, Kenyon Drake. I just believe in Frank Gore. Yeah, Frank Gore's a man. Like, he's a man's man. He's a man's man. I think Frank Gore on the goal line, why not? Because Kenyon Drake got some carries uh, today on the goal line, couldn't convert. Frank Gore, only nine rushes. But like I say, he makes the most out of it with 61 yards. If he continues to do that, how can you not have him? I can say, dude, you look at Kenyon Drake's numbers today. They're not good. Didn't he I? had 17 touches, like, Receptions and uh, rushing attempts mixed together. And he only had 66 yards from scrimmage. Like, that's not that good. No, but it is more than what Gore had. Add PPR receptions. I, I mean, you got to start Drake, I think. Um, uh, yeah, I would definitely still start Drake. As an RB2. He has, he has the higher, an RB2. The higher ceiling. But I hope that's how you draft him, unless you want like zero RB or something. But I'm starting Drake. I like his ability to catch the ball. He got more carries. That's promising. Yeah, his, his ability to catch the ball um, does make him appealing. Like I said, if he continues to be the starter, even if him and Gore split time like they did today, yeah. because Kenyon Drake catches those balls and passing mm-hmm. downs, he could prove to be more valuable. But like I said, Frank Girth is coming. All right. 
Also, real quick, before we move on to the next game, we all picked Tennessee, and we were all wrong. Yeah, well, maybe if there wasn't fucking five delays in the game. Yeah. There would have been. Well, Miami had to deal with those delays, too, so. Yeah, but Miami was out You need a better, better excuse than that. No, no. And, you know. Yes. No. Yeah, Miami had to go to their comfort, their comfortable locker room. All yep. the Titans had probably had a shit. Titans had room. fucking rusty benches. No running water. <laughs> no cold showers. Yep. All right, but uh, <laughs> next game, next Vikings game. versus 49ers, which uh, was a pretty good, entertaining game to watch. It's a good game when we uh, tuned into it. It's we good had game. Watched it on Red Zone, but um, all right. You I guys want to talk about how it was wrong about Jimmy Gangster? Absolutely. Yeah, he uh, he, he did not look good. Less than 50% completion rate, three interceptions, Yikes. one touchdown. It's kind of crazy how one game can just cement away the end of the season he had last year. Which still, like, again, people remember that because he won all the games, but at the same time, I think he went six touchdowns to five interceptions. He yeah, was uh, at the end of the like year. I mean, he was he was a fantasy owner who owned Robbie Gold. That's his favorite <laughs> player, was Jimmy Garoppolo, because we knew he wasn't going to score. And uh, Robbie Gould got touchdowns. But I expected Jimmy to make a leap this year, starting the season yeah. with San Francisco. Tough game to play in Minnesota. I thought it would go a different way. Like I said, it ended up being a one-score game. San Francisco had a chance yeah. to win that game. Minnesota, a team that should have been in the Super Bowl last year, probably should have won it. And then they revamp themselves and get Kurt. a top six kind of QB. Top six fantasy QB. Top six QB in, top six in the league. fantasy QB. Okay. <laughs> He's top six fans to keep me. I won't take that away from him. But, I mean, that's, yeah. It's Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I think it's, a, it's definitely a tough spot for Garoppolo, though. Yeah. Um, but um, you can also say the fact that uh, teams have an extended amount of film on him now. So, you know, you couldn't really say that last year. Yeah. You know, players always have, like, that kind of little bit of advantage when they come. When they come. Yeah, you when know. you don't know what they can do. Exactly. So. Bottom line, I think 49ers will be all right with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. I think from so, From a fantasy too. standpoint, Jimmy Garoppolo... He's not going to throw three picks every game. Yeah, the Vikings defense is really good. Yeah. I mean, I, you got to give credit to the Vikings defense. Anyone know who they have next week? Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo? Um, who he has next week? I'll check for you. I do not. Yeah, somebody check that. But, um, I, yeah, that was a tough game from Garoppolo. What we saw from him, I, I think he looked good out there. Um, really? I, he made some nice completions. He didn't look like a sorry read sack. His, read, read the stat line. All right. 15 for 33. Nice. Like I said, sub 50%. Mm-hmm. 261 yards and a touchdown, three picks. Yeah, one of those picks is really bad, though. I forget which one it was. So you said 33 uh, attempts? How many yards? 261. Also, 49ers have Detroit next week. But I, I mean, like Mason mm-hmm. said, they're in Minnesota on a great defense. It's tough. You yeah. know? I think they'll be okay. Running back situations now that Jerry McKinnon's down. Mm-hmm. Alfred Morris was getting a good majority of the carries to start the game. Then he fumbles twice yeah. on the goal line. Yeah. Luckily to get the first fumble back, and he lost the second fumble, which right. cost like the 49ers a, like a point. horse coming out the start, but then at the end, you, lead, you read a stat line, didn't pan out to what you thought it was. Yeah, after right. that, they switched over to Matt Breida. Breida gets 11 rushes, 46 yards. Morris ends up with 12 rushes, I honestly, 38 yards. I thought Breida was going to get the starting role after McKinn's injury, so I was really surprised how they were using Alfred Morris. I think as it goes on, I think Breida will take it over. Yep, for wide receivers... Uh, you expected Pierre Garçon not to do much because he could have been covered by um, Xavier Rhodes this week, which I believe he was. Two receptions for 21 yards. Um, That's tough. Marquise Goodwin goes down early in the game with an injury, quad injury. Does returns. Come back? Um, oh, he came back. Did he? The announcer said that he didn't come back. Yeah. Phone update said that he's coming back. He, he Maybe he returned to the sideline. 
Maybe. He definitely didn't play in the game anymore. Goodwin doesn't go with a reception or any yards. That's not going to be the case for the rest of the season. No, he's nasty. Um, I like him a lot. George Kittle. The Shout bright, out my boy, George The Kittle. bright spot of the George 49ers. Kittle. I want you to look out for him. Five receptions for 90 yards. And uh, Jimmy G likes his tight ends. I believe George Kittle will be a safety valve we throughout the season. We tell about the porn star. <laughs> Got him. Oh, man. That's How good. are we talking about porn stars again with the 49ers? That's a good joke. Um, Sarcastic? Yeah. No, no, I'm serious. That was no. a good joke. Out of all porn stars, you pick her? I Come mean, on. I couldn't even tell you what her name was. I could just say, oh, I know her from... From Jimmy G? No, from... Jimmy from, Gangster. From my oh. childhood. <laughs> my childhood. <laughs> my childhood. <laughs> uh, Minnesota side, Kirk Cousins makes his debut as a Viking. Goes 20 for 36, 244 yards, two touchdowns, no turnovers, which I believe is the most important part for Kirk Cousins on the Vikings. If Kirk Cousins yep. doesn't turn over the ball, the Vikings will always have a chance to win the game because their defense is that good. Yep. His supporting cast is that good. It's just about turnovers with Kirk Cousins, and it always has been. It's a great well, week Kirk one Cousins, out. He's always the, his. You gotta think about his turnovers though, because he's always playing from behind. He always has those last couple of drives where you need a touchdown. It's only a minute left, and you just have to huck and chuck it. Remember, Again, we, they don't care about fantasy. They're just trying to that's win what the I'm game. Saying, as, as we mentioned this last podcast. Kirk Cousins' fantasy value could drop this year because he doesn't have to play from behind. It was like Matt Stafford last year. Pull yeah. my hair all the time because they ran the ball twenty yeah, sometimes. The Lions what? actually, you know, he would had take leads. fifty. He would take fifty attempts every game. I was yeah. like, I love this. Yep, <laughs> that's the thing. Kirk Cousins being a top six fantasy quarterback, it could not be the case this year. It's two hundred forty four yards, two touchdowns in a game where the Vikings score twenty four points and win because of their defense. And he had they have a running committee over there. They have a good running back committee Murray's too. Your number two. That, that's a pretty good run committee. Dalvin Cook. Looked a lot better than a stat line showed today. He showed broke off some good runs. Yeah. He had a tough fumble off of a big run. Um, yeah. He stripped like three tackles. Yeah. That Latavius, Latavius Murray also looked good. Yards. Looked like a Madden fumble. So so Cook goes yeah. 16 for 40. Latavius Murray goes 11 for 42. Uh, I mean, the running backs are good. That's That was my concern going into the season. I said it on the previous podcast where I feel like Dalvin Cook's going to finish an RB2 this year because of Murray. I mean, he got... Eleven carries. Even I think they're going to ease him into it. Possibly. I mean, because Cook- when you pl- when you know you from week one that you have a legitimate shot to make it to the Super Bowl to the big game, you're going to keep your guys as healthy as possible. Yeah, yeah. and like in a situation where you don't need to use Cook and run him into the ground. Like if Brock Murray. was on is in San Fran, there would be no resting and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, he'd be resting the preseason, but there would be no resting in the middle of the year. You are going to grind that guy down. Yeah, like. A, yeah, like we said, they don't care about fantasy. They care about winning and keeping their team healthy. And but Murray you, is good. You give him 11 carries, you give Cook 16 carries. That's a luxury carries. when you know your Thing team is, is that good at the start. As far as the rushing goes for both running backs, was good. The difference, though, for these running backs was Dalvin Cook in the passing game. Six receptions for 55 yards. Yes. That will add to his fantasy value over Latavius Murray. That's what you want to see. Um, wide receivers in this game do what we thought we were going to do. Stealing. Uh, Thielen goes six for 102. Stephon Diggs, three, only three receptions, 43 yards, and catches a nice... Um, Beautiful touchdown. Touchdown in the second quarter. And Kirk Rudolph. Cousins was dropping dimes, especially to Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph. One reception, one yeah, touchdown. Kyle, Kyle Rudolph. Rudolph does what he normally does. Yeah, one it's reception touchdowns. for a touchdown. This He's a red zone long. target. Yeah, basically. <laughs> we, we expected more from Kyle Rudolph. He did get shut down throughout the game, but then all it takes is one play. 11 yards for a touchdown. Um, Vikings won a good one at home. And then we move on. Hold on. Oh. Me and Souza took Minnesota. Glenn takes the loss. He took San Francisco. He didn't have to tell him that. I did. Oh. <laughs> Gotta keep him updated. 
That's fine. All right, well, I guess we were all wrong about this game. We oh, all, we were all wrong. We all took... Uh, <laughs> we all took... Wow, we all took Houston. Why would we do that? It's the Patriots at home. I would have taken Houston with the spread. I don't know about straight up. Straight up, it was 27-20 Patriots. Uh, I don't think what we expected happened at all in this game. Deshaun Watson didn't look like the fantasy quarterback that we saw last year in his spurts. And something's going yeah. on here in the Green Bay That's, game. Um, it's because Jermon Allison has like 10 bomb. receptions now. Yeah, he's like he's just going to On him. my bench. <laughs> so As you can tell, I'm a Devontae Adams owner. So wait a minute. You're telling me Geronimo Allison is the new number one here in Green Bay? I don't know, dude. Look Holy catch, shit, what yeah. a catch. Look at this. That's a bomb, dude. Aaron Rodgers is back and he's throwing dimes to Geronimo Allison. I don't know. This is a tale of two halves here, man. I'm not sure. Uh, I told you. I told you it's going to be like the Steelers and Bengals game last year. Big rivalry. One team always overpowers the other one. It's not a one-score nope. game, though, now. Is it? Two-score. Two-score. got a field like, goal, too. All right, so Chicago's Chicago, up 10. Could, Chicago could have put this away a long time ago. They just... Green Bay's it, got plenty of time, man. Yeah, Chicago's up 10, That's 20 to 10. Minutes with, left 14 minutes left in the game. Geronimo Allison, next best thing since sliced bread, I guess. He's 5 for 69 in a touchdown so right. far. Geronimo Allison? Yeah. Back to five, wait, wait, wait. Five for what? 69. Nice. Hey. Hey. Okay. Hey. All right. <laughs> All right. Back to Patriots and Texans. Uh, he doesn't catch another pass. He's let's go to cold, Houston. Panache, you want to talk about your quarterback? Yeah, that's true. Oh, Deshaun Watson? Yeah. Oh, my God. Man. It's bad. It's bad over there. Do you think... They uh, got rid of, again, they got rid of their left tackle, sent him over to Seattle. Again, this is after Deshaun Watson was already done for the season. That offensive line looked like complete hot garbage. Was it the offensive line looking bad or the Patriots' defensive line looking good? No. The def- Patriots' defense is not that good. Okay. Not at all. And you... The Patriots are good at scheming against their top guy. They took Hopkins, they double covered him, and they don't have Fuller. So it was really tough for Watson to to kind of get going. His his best pass catcher was Bruce Ellington, aside from Hopkins. Mm-hmm. And like that's that was his go to guy. Was Hopkins not, was double covered. That was definitely not a good game for him. No, uh, Deshaun Watson completing fifty percent of his passes goes seventeen for thirty four, only one hundred and seventy six yards, one touchdown, and one it, interception. I think it helps too where Belichick knows not only. Deshaun Watson, what he can do, but he knows Bill O'Brien, and he knows what he's thinking most of the time. Yeah. I think when Deshaun Watson, Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien, I wouldn't say he's like a top three or four coach in the league, but I think he could definitely be a top ten, top yeah, five. You know, he's like teetering right outside the cups of being a top five because he is a great offensive mind type of guy. Yeah, they don't have an offensive corner because Bill think, O'Brien does both. I think that Deshaun Watson, Bill O'Brien, they can figure something out against again. When it comes to the Patriots, you're not they're not a good measuring stick for all the other teams. They're yeah. just they're not in the same yeah, universe. Teams have weird games, fantasy games against the Patriots. Yep. It's just, either completely boom, completely bust, or something that you, you completely don't expect at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think we expected Deshaun Watson to do what he did and underperform from what we expected. He was, he was terrible. Yeah, don't freak out. He t- well, yeah, like again, yeah. terrible. You're, not, you're terrib- not worried about Deshaun Watson, right? I'm not not worried. <laughs> I'm, but I mean, I'm a like, little worried. Look, at the end of the day, if this is the worst fantasy game of the year, that's not bad 11 points out of a quarterback. Yeah. Obviously, you expect more, but there's been I far think, worse horror stories. Didn't you get negative points one time? Uh, Probably. Let's I just think, say I yes. Think Eli's Mariota, done no, it before. I think Mariota. Mariota, that's what I say. points last year. Yeah. yeah. That's no, but, but I'm saying, like, Deshaun Watson, I think he'll, he'll get better from this game. He's going to learn. He's going to grow. Yeah, I think yeah. the whole reason he's going to get better is just because he's going to play – 
worst quality teams. Once Will Fuller comes back, I think that'll be a big difference for him because Will yeah. Fuller can spread out the field. I think with the Patriots too, he probably overthinks. He, can, you know, where where other teams is more simple down. Okay, I don't have anyone. I'm going to extend the play of my legs, or I'm going to run. He likes running. With uh, yeah, he he ran eight times for forty yards. So That's like good. I said, with with Watson, other you know QBs who can scramble, there's always going to be that floor where they have the running. Um, and DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, what else can you say? Even when Watson has a shit game. DeAndre Hopkins still has eight receptions for 78 yards. I think uh, Hopkins, good. too, is they knew they were out of the game, and he could easily have that touchdown on the end. He just didn't even try to extend. If he moves his arms two inches, he, he had another six points. So game. you think Hopkins doesn't give all, huh? Doesn't give it his all? I think once he's out of it, I think he not crawls up to a ball. He's just like, why try? No. That's no. what he showed me. He's a different. He's a different. Like, I think I know what Panache was saying. It's not. He's not like... He's not soft, but it's like, so he doesn't care. Just like, what, Basically, what's like, what's I'm so like? good. Why should I try when we're going to lose? Why am I going to put yeah. more than I have? Why am I going to overextend? I mean, myself? when you're right at the goal line, why fucking not? They That's lost by one score. You. Yeah, what are you talking about? Of course he was trying. It's 27 to 20. They needed this one score would have no, tied. The it. scoreboard didn't tell you how it was. The amount of time was left. You need to score two touchdowns against the Patriots with only three minutes left with no timeouts. You had, they, I think that the last drive, they had like 50 seconds. Yeah, no, I'm a firm touchdown. believer. DeAndre Hopkins tries, okay? No, he definitely tries. <laughs> he tries. I never said he didn't try. He's <laughs> He tries. Hop, DeAndre Hopkins tries. It's confirmed. He tries. Uh, Mason, wait. You want to talk about Lamar Miller? Let's talk about Lamar Miller. I guess let's talk about Lamar Miller, dude. 20 rushes, Take it over, Mason. 20 rushes for 98 yards, which uh, is pretty good. He's going to get 100, Cody. That's pretty good. Um, We've said this. If Lamar Miller can actually get volume... 20 rushes is a good game for Lamar Miller. Yeah, but yeah. you don't get Lamar Miller because of his rushing. You get him because his pet cat pass catching ability. And, and he, he had, had one catch one for 11 catch. yards. I know. That's a thing. It, like, I think most fans owners like me that has Lamar, I'm expecting six, five receptions a game type of deal. But, but I mean, get that. No, I... I'd, Sure, he can catch the ball, but I'm looking for that volume and rushing. I mean, 20 attempts. Yeah, obviously, I he him too. I want him, he, and he's the type of guy. He's gonna there's gonna be games. He's gonna get like 30 carries because there's like no one there anymore. Alfred Blue, whatever. But unfortunately, he was a beneficiary of a touchdown that hurt me a little oh, bit. Yeah, um, it was a product of just the way, of the way the, way the offense was, was going. It was hurry up offense. No one's gonna come out of the field. Again, so, Hopkins gets down to the one because he doesn't want to yeah. make any effort to. Put that ball over the line. Yeah, hurry up. Yeah. And Blue just cap- capitalized. Yeah, Blue was lined up as a receiver, and then they hurried up <clears throat> to a run play, and Blue was the guy on the field, so he was the running back, and let's he got about, the touchdown. Let's talk about the New England side. Tom Brady, still Tom Brady. Yep. Yeah, 26 that, for 39, 277, three touchdowns, and one interception on a very the, the non-common is, throw that you see from Tom yeah, Brady. Yeah, that was ugly. That was just not smart. Yeah, it, it, looked, happens. It, looked, it looked a little lazy over there, Does he to try? be honest. Does he try? Yeah, he tries too much. <laughs> too much? Oh, my God. For running backs, Rex Burkhead gets the majority of the workload. 18 rushes, 64 yards. Um, doesn't get in the end zone. Like I said, big ball Burkhead. For me, he's the running back you want to own in fantasy. Yes. Mm-hmm. 18 yep. rushes. The next closest guy to him was James White with five. See, that's now... Okay, I might have to disagree with you. I think James White is the guy you want for fantasy. Listen, I wasn't done. Okay. Big ball Burkhead is the guy <laughs> I saying. personally want... Just from the volume he gets on the ground. He can also do good in the passing game. James White is great. James White's healthy. 
Yeah, but he's I'm saying, but, but James White is great as a, you know, pass catching back, yeah. one of the best in the league, as he's shown today, four receptions, 38 yards, and he gets the in end his, zone. Yeah, in his best game, he's gonna get maybe 10 carries. He's not a pa- like that's a thing. James White's not a guy who's running no. between the tackles. And then that's the thing, like with Rex Burkhead, we know that one, he can run the ball, like I said, 18 carries, mm-hmm. and he can also catch the ball too. He only had one catch today. That that. That possible touchdown in the end zone in the first quarter, is that on him or is that on Brady? That ball was in the air for a while. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I personally don't like to blame the what? big ball Burkhead, so. Yeah, I think sure. Burkhead's a better pass catcher than Wise as Like, he doesn't need a catch with his chest where when it comes to White, he has a catch with his chest. It's kind of like a Wes Walker type of deal. So that's good on Burkhead. But I think White gives more speed, better hands, as in when, he, when it's thrown to him like that, he's going to catch it. With Burkhead, it's one of those, like, Sometimes it's like a 50-50. See, see, in standard... It works great when he catches it, obviously, like any, anyone else. I think White's better in the open field, too. In standard, I'm yeah, starting Rex Burkhead. In PPR, I have no problem starting Bur- um, Burkhead and White. Um, but in yeah. standard... Ooh, I don't know about that. Start both of them at... No, not still both of them at the same time. I'm saying like... Oh, oh you mean either like, or. Like either or. They're startable. They're, they're both startable. Mm-hmm. But if it's not PPR, <laughs> then James White... I mean, yeah, he gets in the end zone this game, but he's not guaranteed that every game. I'll tell you what is guaranteed every game is a fucking Gronk spike in the end zone. Yep. Yeah. That guy is the best tight end to ever lace him up, and he proved it again today. Seven receptions, 123 yards, and an amazing touchdown catch. Double, triple covered all the time. Yeah. Crazy I, I, can touchdown. Can you believe we actually had a you know a segment on this where we were comparing Gronk and Kelsey? Nope. Because I want to you know, put a bullet in my head <laughs> thinking yeah, about you that. you should. Yeah. <laughs> um, how about Philip that- Dorsett? Yeah, I think the only person you could ever could have compared Gronk to was Jason Graham. Witten. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, Philip George seven receptions, thus tied with Gronk as the most receptions on the team, um, sixty-six yards and a touchdown. Looked, Mason, I ask you this: Philip Dorsett, is this just gas? I don't um, know, man. I mean, first four weeks, maybe not. Oh, as soon as Edelman comes back, I. We, like all right, his. better question is, would you trade Brandon Cooks and Alvin Kamara for Philip Dorsett? Fuck you. <laughs> oh, man. That's just dirt right there. Yeah. What's most concerning to me is Hogan, one for 11. I yeah. thought he was going to be a beneficiary along with Gronk of Edelman not being mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I said to see a Chris yeah. Hogan touchdown, but... Still really early, but I had Hogan going as in, as in a really underrated wide receiver, too. Yeah, me too. If I had him as my wide receiver too, I would have been really happy. Yeah, well now but you have Sammy Watkins. So one for eleven. Why? That's because I have Gronk. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, that's kind of just byproduct of Patriots' offense. You never know who they're gonna utilize every yeah. week. Yeah, so and that's once... why you only go with that's the only sure thing to draft is usually Tom Brady and Gronkowski. Right. That's yeah. it. When you have those, that combination, you're scary. And like I said, Burkhead and White is the running backs you want to own right now. But once Sony Michelle comes back, we're gonna see. It's how a big question. It's a big yeah, question. Yeah, yeah we're, we're gonna no, but I think we're gonna see how they work them into the offense and if it'll take away fantasy points from. You have Burkhead a better chance of me describing Clockwork Orange. It might just make the whole running back situation even worse when Sony Michelle. No, but honestly, like if you guys ever watch that movie Clockwork Orange, like it would be easier no. for me to describe no. how that movie goes on than to me tell you what's gonna go on with that backfield. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'll take your word for it. Right. If you watch 10 minutes of that movie, you'll understand what I'm saying. Well, I haven't seen one second of it. I've seen 10 minutes of that movie. I know exactly what you're saying. All right. <laughs> Moving on to New Orleans. New Orleans, wow, what a game. All right, so. Who that, who that thought that Fitzpatrick would run all over us and we suck? And so, we have two first-round picks in, we, okay, on okay. defense and we still suck and you get negative nine points. 
on fantasy, and I started them. <laughs> that, that was a very uh, specific so, uh, description. We were all wrong again. That was a weird chance. We all took New Orleans, and Tampa Bay won. I think the crazy thing about this game, which, I mean, as bad as New Orleans' defense was, is a testament to how good their offense is, because they almost came back. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, like, they gave up, they gave up um, a pick six, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Reason yeah, it, yeah, it was a pick. It was, pick was a fumble curry for a touchdown. No one threw I think a it was pick. a pick. Uh, then it was a fumble. Was a fumble. Yeah, it was a no, fumble for a touchdown. Reason throw a pick because Drew Brees didn't throw picks. Guys. Did he? I don't know. Drew First Drew, of all, Drew Brees didn't throw a pick. All right. Let's talk about Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay won this game. Can I 48 to 40, a combined 88 points. Can I just say that Fitzpatrick and our league, you know, standard, well, Half point PPR, standard scoring for like quarterback, six point for touchdowns, no bonus points or all that crap. Fitzpatrick has scored the most co- points from a quarterback I've seen since Peyton Manning when he had seven touchdowns in week one. 40, <laughs> Peyton Manning at 45 points, Fitzpatrick this week at 42.3. This guy, That's unbelievable. This guy, Ryan Fitzmagic, goes into New Orleans. Oh my God. Laces him up and says, Look, I'm going to throw 21 or 28. 417 yards, <laughs> four touchdowns, and you know what? I'm even going to rush it 12 Dude, times he, for 36 yards took, and get a touchdown and barrel people over in the end zone <laughs> to get a touchdown. He literally took his nuts out and put them on the fucking New Orleans Saints kitchen table and said, who's your fucking daddy? Me. Fitzpatrick was dynamite. Dude. 28 attempts. Devontae Adams touchdown. It's a one-score game in Lambeau. Oof. Told you guys, look at the tape last year. Cincinnati versus Steelers, same thing. Same thing. This is the Bears and the Packers. I don't same know what concept. you're saying. Right, Both are rivalries. One's always an underdog to the other one. This is you know This is Aaron Rodgers. Potential to knock off the rival and then they just crap themselves in the second half. Back oh, to that, for, Back to Ryan Fitz Magic. He laced him up. He put the strap on today. <sighs> And, the strap uh, on. Yeah, the strap <laughs> on. He, he put on the strap he, on. He put on the strap <laughs> on. He <laughs> fucked the Saints. 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 In, their whole, in their own bed, dude. Okay, oh, as a result of Ryan Fitzmagic, we have Mike Evans. Seven receptions, 147 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, shame he couldn't do that last Boom. year when I owned him. The, yeah, thing, is, the thing is, I, I mean, it's great. Oh, but Deshaun Jackson had five receptions, 146 yards, and two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. And he leaves the game with a concussion. Nice. Two as, his- as Deshaun Watson <laughs> is wont to do. Deshaun's I feel like, I feel like does Deshaun that every, I mean, geez, Deshaun Jackson. Every I feel like every time he goes, like he'll have like a eighty yard bomb for a touchdown, and then the next play like tears his hamstring or something. Yeah, it's like him in a nutshell, like every year. He's um, a boom bust. Never hear today. He boomed. Godwin gets into the end zone, three receptions, forty one touchdowns. Uh, forty one touchdowns, forty one oh, yards, shit. and a touchdown grab. Dude, Fitzpatrick was throwing those bombs. Okay, as soon as I ask you this now, is this gas from Ryan Fitzmagic? <laughs> or, I mean, it's the Saints defense, no slouch. I mean, we saw Fitzpatrick. Um, I don't know about that. It looks like it now. It's but, like, I mean, as far as last year, they were one of the top-scoring fantasy defenses. That's why I got them. That was last year, you know. Like, is this just a fluke game? Fitzpatrick, we saw him last year. Um, and he was he targeted Evans a lot. He was okay, but he was not like this. I think this is... Uh, Strong gas, mm-hmm. like uh, mustard he just, gas. He just left Peking Gardens gas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm still like confident to start Evans and stuff because I think Fitzpatrick's capable. Um, but don't expect this type of game. Although, you know, maybe this is a new you know Fitzpatrick. Who I'm, you know who I'm always like, is he really like a top 
seven pick in fantasy. Is he really like I don't his rookie year? Is he really Mike Thomas? Michael Thomas is a top five pick. Yeah, Michael Thomas is uh, sixteen receptions. Sixteen receptions, one hundred and eighty yards. Oh my god! One touchdown, and honestly, he didn't even have the best fantasy performance of anybody on his team. He had, I would I think to be the third best fantasy performance behind. Drew Brees, another timeless guy, 37 of 45, 439 yards, three touchdowns. Eight incompletions, that's it? Eight incompletions. In a 40-48 game. Yeah. That's insane. But the thing is, he didn't even have the best fantasy performance today. Kamara, that guy's crazy. Alvin Kamara, okay, you look at his stat line, only eight rushes, right? He's definitely... What the fuck? Only (laughs) eight rushes? 29 yards. You told me he had a better fantasy performance than Drew Brees and Michael Thompson? Yes, that is what I'm telling you, because Alvin Kamara had eight rushes, 29 yards and two touchdowns two rushing. Touchdowns. And it's like, oh, well, that's, yeah, not I mean, that's, that's, not bad. that's a good yeah. game. But I mean, but then yeah. you look, he also hmm. had nine receptions for 112, 112 yards and another score to add on. And a couple two point conversions. I mean, yeah. And wait until he runs balls back on special teams. Guys, how the fuck do you stop Alvin Kamara? I don't think you can. You, you injure him. <laughs> That's the only way. I, I guess you get Fitzpatrick. We, we do Fitzpatrick. not promote injuring Alvin Kamara on the no, show. No, we do not. But holy shit, I Alvin Kamara did it crazy again. Because we literally talked about at the beginning of the season how we thought the pace that he was keeping up was unsustainable. But, I mean... I mean, his yards per carry weren't good today. Guys, what I mean, the fuck? They didn't... He didn't... What? They, well, in, in I'm the, looking at Alvin Kamara's stats and I can't believe it. This guy is just good. His, his stats, like, run, like yards per carry weren't that good today, but the Saints were also down big for the majority of this game. I just don't. So, I, mean, I still don't get it, guys. This is what it's I... It's crazy. This is what I predicted that wouldn't continue. 15 touches. Gets 130-plus yards and three touchdowns on 15 touches. He's crazy talented. Yeah. How, how anyone could even trade him away? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Who would if you, if you have Alvin Kamara today, you, uh, you're a happy camper. If you have Insane. Ted Ginn today, you're a happy camper. Five receptions, 68 yards, and a touchdown. Ted Ginn, another guy on this offense. Who... Another another guy that he does give you numbers, but do you, you can't want to trust start him. him? You can't trust him. Trust him? No. Honestly, it was a shootout. Honestly, I, There's I only know. one guy that know that can trust him. That's Uncle Rick. <laughs> Shout out Uncle Rick one time. All right, moving uh, on from Rick. New Orleans. Uh, obviously losing a heartbreaker. 48-40. A lot of points scored. We moved to... Oh, the... Great game, dude. The Medellins. Jaguars, Giants, maybe one of the most, two of the most inept offenses in all of football. All right. One shouldn't. Also, real quick, me, uh, me and Glenn both picked the Jaguars, and Souza picked the Giants. So me and Glenn pick up the wins yeah. in this game, and Souza. We the we balls. all picked the Saints, by the way, too, and uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick took the shit in our mouths. So. Yep. Oh yeah, with the strap on. With the strap, strap on. on yeah. He put the strap on, fucked us. Took his wow. nuts on the table, put on the strap on, and fucked. Good job, Bucks. He done. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Okay. You good. Uh Jaguars visit the Giants in the Meadowlands. I'll tell you one thing. If there was another quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars, this team would be a Super Bowl team. <laughs> their defense is that good, but their offense is so shit, and they just got more shittier now that they lost Leonard Fournette. How long is he out for? I don't know. But it didn't look good because after he got hurt, <laughs> I don't know either. He um, he didn't return to the game. We saw T.J. Yeldon get some carries. So Fournette leaves after rushing nine times for 41 yards. Doesn't find the end zone. T.J. Yeldon comes in, 14 rushes, 51 yards, and catches three balls for 18 yards and a touchdown pass near the goal line. I mean, um, they did what they needed to do. 
Yeah, they got well, the job so done. It looks like yeah, it looks like Fancy Cast is saying that he could, he was good. He could have re-entered the Sunday's game. So hopefully we see Fournette return next week. Yeah, but that could all be gas. Gas. It could be gas. But if you're a, if you're a Fournette owner, you want to own TJ Yeldon. Because it's not like he let, when he got hurt in the game. It was like they're up by five and they had the ball and there was no timeouts left on the other side. No, he left the game in like the second quarter. And his game yeah. started to get tight. Yeah, so. it was earlier than that. I think it might have been the first quarter. Yeah, yeah, and he didn't he come was back out really early in the game. He's had injury problems, particularly with his ankle. I'm not. What was the injury this time? It's hamstring. This hamstring. Time. He had hamstring tightness. That's always a, la- a nagging injury. Yeah. Someone like Demarco Murray had all year, and it's just something that doesn't really go away. Easy to aggravate. So watch out for that. But you know, if he's playing, you start him. So you start Fournette. Anybody else on the Jaguars' offense that impressed you today? <sighs> I, mean, I mean, if you're a Fournette owner, try your I, best to get Yeldon. I yeah. thought, but. I thought Westbrook might be a guy that could have been. Five receptions for 51 yards. It's not not terrible. I thought Moncrief had a chance to be the guy, but he's just Moncrief. Yeah, that was bad. Two receptions. One reception for 14 yards. 14 yards. But Westbrook had the most receptions, so that's promising. Keelan Cole, three receptions for 54 yards. The most yards. Um, It's just promising. Jacksonville got to do some of this offense because this defense is a dime in a dozen. Like You don't see these defenses come up. It's probably a defense that's good. One in every six or seven years. Yeah. And you're going to blow it all away, all the money you invested because you have Blake Borles and absolute crap running around the field. Personally, I thought the Jaguars should have been in the Super Bowl last year. Uh, they should have won that game in New England. Yeah. No, if they had anybody else besides Blake Borles quarterback, you probably win that game. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if it's just Blake Borles. The, who's out there to catch the ball? Oh, but I mean... Yeah, they just, lost Marquise Lee. Yeah. That was a big piece. Mercedes Lewis... Look at these names were they got, they got Austin Safarian <laughs> Jenkins, a tight end, who almost had a touchdown. These are guys you get your ultimate team, back. and you just can't wait to upgrade out of them. Yeah, Westbrook and Keelan Cole, their top guys, possibly Moncrief. Yeah. But but the defense is that good. Until, until the, the Jaguars show me more, and next week they're in New England, I'm not trusting anybody on their offense besides Fournette or TJ Yeldon if yeah. he is the starter next week. They, they need a running game, I believe. But we had the debut of Saquon, Saquon. Barkley. Who uh, was kind of lackluster, honestly. I mean, he had he had one good run. Got um, bailed out by a big run, but in fantasy, that's mm-hmm. all that matters. Yeah. He got bailed out with one good run, but was playing probably one of the hardest. That's the thing. I was I was just gonna say that like, he was going against Jacksonville, so obviously it was gonna be a tough challenge for him. You can't expect um, him have such a hard time in the future because he's not gonna face Jacksonville every week. Mm-hmm. But um, Barkley, eighteen rushes, hundred six yards, breaks off that one big run to get his yard total up over a hundred, and he scores a touchdown on that run. In the passing game, Barkley catches two balls for twenty two yards. I think the Giants will use him more. Like I said, we're just gonna have to see more of it to believe it. Um, if he can get going behind that offensive line, it's gonna be something, you know. Could be something special this year for Saquon Barkley. Definitely. Yeah. You know, 18 attempts is what you wanted to see. Jonathan Stewart only got two. That's just how it's going to be. He's as, a workhorse. As far as the wide receiver goes, Odo Beckham Jr. is a stud. 11 receptions, 111 yards. Honestly, uh, he could have had, he could, he had a, tubble, a couple touchdowns because um, why are you pegging me off? <laughs> <laughs> no, my bad. It I said Odo Beckham Jr. is a stud. I know. He is a stud. And you wanted to... Rape me in a trade for him. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't yep. be a trade without me raping you. Glenn rapes a lot. All right, let's not talk about rape. Yeah, it's no, trade right. rape. Trade it's rape. different. That's it's no. legal. It's almost like date rape, but it's trade rape. Yeah. Oh, now you guys are getting off topic. All I know is I am just beyond blessed to get OBJ, probably the best 
wide receiver in the game, maybe not stats-wise lately because of how he can't stay on the field and his on-the-field, off-the-field antics. Nevertheless, I got him at 11 in a 14-man league. Uh, I don't know how he did it. Wow. It's it was, crazy. It's just because it so crazy. many running backs. So Kudos to you, man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Eli Manning overthrows Odell on a couple passes that could have been touchdowns. Uh, Odell obviously matched up against Jalen Ramsey this week. We expect Odell to be great yeah. throughout the season. If he stays healthy. Stays healthy. Yeah, there's there's really, you know, few that are better than him in the league. Quick note. You, you keep him. Eli Manning Don't trade him. fucking awful today. Well, I mean, it's against a great defense. No, yeah. listen, we're not talking about this offense. Are they going to win the Super Are they going to go to the Super Bowl? No. Are they going to win a playoff game? Probably not. But they are perfectly suited to have a great fantasy year. Yeah. But, no, but dude, there was OBJ should have two touchdowns today. Eli Manning. Well, that last that last one that last points. yeah, that yeah, last was a couple overthrows from Eli. It's that last one. that last overthrow though, you can tell if you go back to the replay. He, the snap was bad. He could barely get it off. I don't even think he had the laces, and he just hucked it up there for dear life. I mean, Eli's no stud, but he can get the job done. He faced the best defense in the league, and he still got Beckham 111 yards and 11 receptions. I mean, I think that's really good if you're an OBJ owner. It's only going to get better from there. Yeah. So, um, Jaguars win a close one, 20-15. to 15. Yep. Very defensive game from both teams as both offenses. I think more, give more credit to the Jaguars' defense for shutting down the yes. Giants' offense. Yep. But the Jaguars' offense, I don't know. That's got that's got to improve if the Jaguars want to make some noise in the AFC. Now we move on to Buffalo and Baltimore, and, and we're done. Yeah, basically. But yeah. Uh, me, me, Lenin, all picked Baltimore to win this week. So I mean, I don't really think there's much to talk about on the Buffalo side of the ball. They didn't do absolute jack shit. I guess the one person we could talk about was Stephen Hauschka, considering he's the only one who scored any points for them because they're a bunch of shit bums. Okay, Buffalo, but, here's the thing about Buffalo. Fair. For me, they're not good, but they're not bad. Like, 40, they're not 47-3 to bad. I just think they had bad quarterback play from Nathan Peterman, which got him in a hole. pretty shitty. The weather was bad in Baltimore. You face a great Ravens defense on the road. The Bills were a playoff team last year. Everybody forgets that. Yeah, they also lost to the Jaguars, where I think... What Boros had ninety yards passing. Oh yeah, that was a brutal yeah. game. What was I think it, like sixty. Yeah, and that, and that's the no, thing. No, not even. It was like six nine. That's the thing. So I, I give that's credit. Sixty nine. I, I give the Bills nice. more credit than what 69. they showed today. Shady McCoy is only going to rush seven times for twenty two yards because he's not going to you know be out there in a blowout. Mm-hmm. Um, Charles Clay, big goose egg. Yeah. Guy averaged like five. Five targets. Literally a lot of nothing. Nothing on the fantasy side from Buffalo. They switched yeah. quarterbacks halfway through the game to Josh Allen. So that's something to watch. Um, do you, do you, much better. At, Sean, least, at least much better than Peter was. Sean McDermott said already it's too early to determine who's going to be the starter for week two. But it's something to look at if Josh Allen does start. You can't put Peterman. Why the right fuck now. is Peterman even on this roster? I don't know. If you want to cut his ass. I don't know. How, you can tr- how can you trust the guy with those five picks in one half? Trust the guy. Guys. It's like keeping he hasn't guy. even thrown a touchdown, has he? Yeah, I think he has. Guys? I don't know. He has yeah. seven, well, it must be like seven picks to one, two touchdowns, maybe. No, nah, he's got what? more than that. Guys, what? what? Are you panicking if you're a LaShawn McCoy owner? No. No. I no. am. I am, too. I'm not. I wouldn't want it. I would sell. Obviously, the Ravens defense plus the weather. Nope. The perfect storm. But I'm not I'm not going into week one panic over this game for Shady McCoy. I would sell Shady for... Something I never, th- I would, just, I would honestly sell Shady for like, AP and Robert Woods or something like that. It's like that's something I would do. Eighty cents on the dollar or something. Yeah. 
I think this obviously this is a really serious case, but I think this is going to be what you see a lot: the Bills being down and McCoy having to either be in the passing game or not see much at all. No, I think I think it's going to change. Um, I think the Bills' offense will continue to get better because they can't get any fucking worse than what we saw today. <laughs> um, That's true. That's true. I think Shady McCoy will be fine. The whole shit with him and his suspension and uh, possibly being suspended for domestic disputes or whatever. Looks like it's not going to happen. Yes, that's cleared up. So, injury, you know, bearing, we're going to see Shaden McCoy play for 16 games for the Bills. He's Shaden McCoy. You guys, or who thinks he's going to fall off a cliff? You? Me. You? Well, I, I say that most, most of my concern was about the I don't suspension. Think he's, gonna, he's not going to fall off a cliff where he's going to be Ben Tate. <laughs> okay. Ben Tate. Nobody, ben nobody's Ben Tate. But I think he's going <laughs> to have a rough time getting to 100, 125 pa- fantasy points. I think Shaden McCoy in this offense... Will be a solid RB two with RB one upside. Yeah, that's you're giving to. And much. I think you're gonna regret picking him in the second or third round. Yeah, I think he'll be all right. We'll have to see. That's what's. It's, only, it's only week one. If you're a Bills right. Mafia, you don't panic yet. I give it it's one week. game. Yeah. Give it out of the way. Don't sell him for week. cheap. If he looks bad again, then I say he, he faced might want to he think faced about one that. of the tough defenses in the league against the fair. Ravens. That's fair. Baltimore side. Again, it's a tough game because Baltimore was up by so much. Listen, do I think Shady has like the talent to do what he did two years ago? Obviously, but yeah. the thing is, Buffalo has nothing else out there. It's yeah. either Shane McCoy or nothing. Yeah. Who, are they, throw, who are they throwing on. it to? Like, name me a wide receiver on that team. Fucking Jones. Uh, Calvin Benjamin. Zay Jones. Uh, Calvin Benjamin, yeah. He's, he's, he's not like an elite wide receiver. Zay Jones, receiver. a couple tight ends. Jeremy Curley, possibly. Calvin <laughs> Benjamin was not involved. One for ten. He's their number one. Well, there was, there was only, no one was involved in the past. There game. was only 11 completions in this game from yeah. uh, from Bill's quarterback. Definitely going to need to see another game. Yeah. That was just this, a bad this was just a poor sample size. And for fantasy for Baltimore, too. Joe Flacco goes 25 of 34, 236 yards, three touchdowns. A good day for him. Same uh, weather conditions. Yeah. I, but the thing is, as far as fantasy goes for Ravens players, a lot of the guys sat out the second half for the uh, you know big portion of the draft. Like Alex Collins only had seven rushes. For 13 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. In a closer game, Alex Collins is going to get a lot more work. He's going to be a lot better than he was today. He gets in the end zone, but only seven rushes. I understand it's a blowout. Uh, as far as wide receiver goes, a name you're going to watch is John Brown. He yeah. had some deep targets today. He caught a touchdown, three receptions, 44 yards. Michael Crabtree finds the end zone, three receptions, 38 beautiful yards. Beautiful toe tap. Beautiful toe drag swag. Fantastic, from, honestly. One of the best things to see. Michael yeah, Crabtree. I was very against Michael Crabtree this year in fantasy just because it's Flacco thrown to him. Usually, whenever wideouts go to to Baltimore, they go there to die. To die, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I think he went there too prematurely. So that's what I was thinking about because the last two years, Crabtree, you know, if you have stud running backs, he could be a wide receiver one or two. The leading receiver yeah. for the Ravens today, believe it or not, was Willie Sneed. Willie Sneed. Four receptions for 49 yards and a touchdown. Again. I don't think you can go by fantasy purposes for this game for the Ravens. I don't think Willie Sneed's going to be their best receiver from here on out. Uh, it's a tough yeah. game and a blowout game. Crazy things happen for fantasy on both sides. So I'm going to need to see more from the Bills and the Ravens. We all picked the Ravens. Good choice by us. Yeah, I mean, Collins, just watch out for him. I know it was only seven attempts, but that's less than two yards a carry with only 13 yards. We'll have to see I like Alex, Alex Collins this year. The only problem with that is the passing down work. If the Ravens get behind, might not use Alex Collins as much as Buck Allen was used a lot today yeah. in passing downs. Buck Allen has proven to be valuable in PPR. 
Um, he's a guy, you know, you want to you know, keep under your radar. So we'll move on from that. Uh, Ravens putting the hurt on the Bills. We move to, honestly, my favorite game of the day. Crazy game. Chief Chargers, where uh, Glenn is the only one who took the took the W on this one as he picked the Chiefs. Me and Sousa both take the L. We picked Los Angeles to win. Guys. Yep. I think he also had some money in the game where he had Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Guys. And Patrick Mahomes. What am I thinking? Guys. Guys. Tyreek Hill is fast. Guys. Glenn. The Patty Mahomes era has begun in Kansas City. Tyreek Hill is fast. Just how much longer until it ends? <laughs> it's not going to end because I mean, Patty Mahomes looked like a fucking stud today insane throwing the ball. Insane efficiency. And let me tell you what. I, it's I, crazy. You guys hear this Tyreek Hill dude? Dude. I've heard of him. Dude, he kind of fast, huh? He's fast. Man, it's crazy. You Honestly, do- if Kansas City can play like... Even to like eighty percent of what their offense. If he was today. running down a twenty mile per hour school zone, he would have got a ticket. Yeah. He went like twenty one <laughs> miles per hour. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. If, that's if, how fast if he Kansas is. City can keep up like eighty percent of what they did today on offense, they're gonna be cruising through and, the regular season. And the yeah. thing is, like, okay, you got Kansas City studs. Tyreek Hill goes off for thirty eight point eight fantasy points. Patty Mahomes has twenty eight point three. Okay, Tyreek Hill starts the game with a punt return touchdown. I, I like. With with Tyreek Hill, it's stuff like that that can like transcend him to. He's gonna it, it, he's kind of like a boomer bust, but I feel there's gonna be more boomer bust. Yeah, there's more booms for Tyreek Hill than there is busts. Yeah, he has a. I think he has a higher floor. Yeah, and and the thing is like, he has like a Tyrod Taylor floor. Uh no, <laughs> Tyreek Hill, the leading re- uh, receiver in this game. Nobody even came close to him. Okay, no. Uh, Tyreek Hill goes seven receptions, 169 yards, two touchdowns. That's the thing, though. The, the receptions are kind of high, but like for the amount of yards he gets, it's it gets annoying because he won't have like those 10, 12 receptions Dude, in a game. Give me seven receptions from Tyreek Hill. Yeah, that's every a lot. Of, that's week. a lot of boom right there. Yeah, no. but I, I love it. But but the thing is, like, I love it too. I've had him for the past two years. The, you, you don't have to sell him on me. I'm just saying there is some times where like. You know, damn. He's sprinkling a nice ton. Why can't, he, why touchdown? can't he be the slot guy that, you know, Landry can be? Where I know he is going to get seven, eight, nine catches a game. I'll trade this boom over Landry's consistency. Yeah, he he broke. Uh, he broke the fucking mold today. He broke it. Let's just, um, Pat Mahomes played excellent, but he threw touchdowns on more than 25% of his throws. Well, I should say, like, every 25% of his throws, he threw a touchdown. He threw 15. You were right. 15 throws, Wait, four what, touchdowns. Are you trying to tell me he threw more than 25% of his throws with touchdowns? <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? No. Yeah. No, every, yeah. One, in, one in four throws was a, was a touchdown. Wait. More than that. A better odds. Oh, no, yeah, actually, 25% of his throws were touchdowns. I think a little more. Are you trying to tell me Patty Mahomes is good? Yeah, I'm, say, I'm saying let me, that's. Let me I'm saying yeah, he's good. He still it. reached on him. No he's good. Gonna, no I'm saying. Are you telling me? I'm saying that's Patty that's Holmes insane good. efficiency that you should expect to decline. Mm. There mm. you go. Well, I mean, even so mm. though, the mm. Kansas the Kansas City uh, Chiefs were playing uh, a defense that was no slouch this week. Yeah, I mean the Chargers. The Chargers have a decent, de- a pretty good defense. The thing is, yeah. as we discussed, we discussed this in the last podcast. The Chiefs' offense has the ability to be explosive every week. But in fantasy, there's only so much ball to go around. Mm-hmm. This week, we saw it was Patty Mahomes doing it, Tyreek Hill doing it. Guys who took yep. a hit, 
Kareem Hunt, only getting 16 rushes for 49 yards. Yes. He sh- Honestly, the opportunities were there for Kareem Hunt. Yeah, 16 He carries. just didn't get the carries at the goal line. For some reason, yeah, they, that was they weren't giving it to him on first and goal, second and goal. And you get a little, but that's Andy Reid for you. For and some reason, Andy Reid always does the opposite of what you think he's gonna do. I think if you're a Travis Kelsey owner, you gotta be a little concerned just because the way this quarterback's going, he's a gunslinger. See, but the, but the thing when I, you're when you're a gunslinger, you're going outside the numbers, you're going deep, you're going thirty yards, you're not going for inside the numbers slants type of stuff like that. See, and, I'm gonna disagree with you here. If you're a Travis Kelsey owner, you don't have to panic. If you're a Sammy Watkins owner, you don't have to panic. Tyreek Hill owner, you're loving it, but you can't expect this kind of fantasy production from Tyreek Hill every no, game. No, I don't think you, anyone would expect. But the thing is, game. because they have so many weapons, I think it's going to be a pick your poison kind of thing throughout the whole season. I say one week Tyreek Hill goes off, another week, and Randall Cobb's gone. And Randall Cobb's gone. Oh my God, Randall Cobb. He gone. looks pretty slow from this angle. Randall Cobb is gone. gone. Oh, he cuts it back for a touchdown. Well, who has him? The the. His bench. My bench. No. Okay. Uh, There's two minutes left in the oh Sunday night game. The Packers are looking to take the lead with an extra oh, point. Dude, he has like 10 receptions. That's like ridiculous. Almost 200 dude. yards. The Bears were up 20 look at, to nothing. Look at what he has right now. Randall Cobb chantering his inner 2014. No. The Bears were up 20 to nothing this game. All the listeners know this. Bears still have a chance, though. They And now be the Packers game. are going to take the lead with an extra point with just over two minutes to go. But can they get it? Those who are listening already know if he got it. But, maybe but we're gonna talk about game. it. Maybe they watch the game. Maybe they had to, you know, work in the morning, um, and they're listening the next morning. Maybe they didn't know. Maybe I guess. you can't assume, Susie. You know what that means? All right. She's uh, making ass out of you and assuming, assuming makes I you a it. one and done in the playoffs. So that too. quickly, let's talk about. So I was, wait, I wasn't done. Travis Kelsey, right? Made yeah. The thing is, the thing is, like I think it could be pick your poison every week for Kansas City Chiefs. One week's going to be Tyreek Hill that goes off. Another week's going to be Kareem Hunt. Another week's going to be Travis Kelsey. I just think they have all those weapons on offense where it's not just going to be one guy consistently. I think it's always going to be Tyreek Hill and someone else. Yeah, I don't. I think there's going to be games where they're going to take away Tyreek Hill and you're going to have to throw to Kelsey underneath. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have to give the ball to Kareem Hunt more. Kareem Hunt only having 16 carries. I mean, in this game, they won. Not what you want. I just can't see Tyreek Hill not having a game where he doesn't get at least like nine points. Nine what? Fancy points? points, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, thirty-eight. Nine, nine Chuck E. Cheese uh, tokens. What? <laughs> but I mean, like nine, point, nine points is what nothing. else am I talking about? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like you act like nine points. Nine is strokes like, off your game. You mean like you act like nine points is like elite? No, it's not. But like, if I'm told like I'm gonna get at least nine points out of this guy in some spot, that's fine. Yeah, it's already like, kills but yeah, I, don't, I don't see how that takes away from he Travis a, Kelsey in or some whoever. Leagues, full point PPR. He had a forty-point game. I think he'll have another. Two or three games just like this. He definitely has the he potential will. to. Yeah. Well, I love that. But to say that other guys like Travis Kelsey and whoever won't be good. I'm not saying that they won't be good. I'm just saying, like, in a game, there's not only just one guy that goes off and everyone else is just eggs. Like, one guy's a 1A, the other guy's like a 2 well, or today was, a 1B. Today was that. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, I think another thing that's promising. You got to remember, too, is the start of the year, too. Yeah, it's week one. The game's going to change. That's, that's why I'm not worried if you're a Travis Kelsey owner, is the point I was making. Another thing that's promising, I think, about the Kansas City Chiefs, well, if you're a Chiefs fan, it's not promising, but if you're a fantasy owner for those players, it might be promising, is that their defense isn't that good. Defense fucking so, blows today. I think... And, uh, all right. The San Diego wide receivers dropped about three wide open passes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Down the Travis floor. Benjamin should have had about, like... Yeah. He should have had, like, another 100 yards. Yeah. He had. And Phillip Rivers but, still balled out. To my point, what I was saying, like, I think... They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to be really good on offense 
because their defense is not good. You know, they're not good. Their defense isn't good enough to to quote unquote win them a game. You know what I mean? Whereas I think their offense has the tools and the capabilities to win in a lot of different ways. Yeah. You know, I mean, they have they have the running back. They have the deep threat. They have a stud tight end. And they, got a, mean, and they got a quarterback who can sling it. Yeah. And he's taking chances, we saw it today. I mean, yep. once again, Pat Mahomes falls into that category of there's not a lot of tape on him yet in the league, so you don't really necessarily know what his weaknesses and his strengths are yet. But, I mean, he was out there. He looked very confident against, like I said, a defense that's Balling. a little slouch. So, I mean, credit to him. Bowling. He was looking good. Yep. Yeah. But, and, uh, the, and the thing is, like, Tyreek Hill said before the season starts, he thinks the Chiefs are going to have the most explosive offense in the league today. The most they explosive like offense it. in the league. Besides Ryan Fitzmagic. Oh. But that's an exception. Oh, jeez. All right, so let's move to San Diego side of the ball. You mean, right. you mean oh, oh, dollar in the jar. Dollar in the jar. God damn it, dude. Uh, Phillip Rivers. <laughs> Phillip Rivers did Phillip Rivers things. He's 34-51, 424 yards, three touchdowns and interception. They were playing from behind most of this game. So Phillip Rivers had to throw the ball. Melvin Gordon, you're happy with what he did? Not only on the rushing side, 15 rushes for 64 yards in a game that they were behind. Melvin Gordon is going to be a great player as long as he stays healthy. Melvin Gordon also sure. led the team in receiving. Nine receptions, 100 yards. Just didn't find the end zone. I wouldn't expect but that every right game. right behind him in receiving, my boy, he now... Oh, other way around. Well, rece- receptions or yards? What do you mean? Receptions. You said Gordon led in receiving. Well, he led in receptions. Receiving. Receptions or yards? He led in receptions. Okay. ESPN ranks it by receptions. So. No, I get that. But Don't fucking blame me. Allen, blame ESPN. Allen eight receptions for 108 yards and a touchdown. Had a, had himself a day. And then Austin Eckler, in re, uh, receiving and running back, he had uh, five carries for 39 yards, and then he had good. five rushes for 87 and a TD. Five uh, receptions. Austin Eckler is uh, interesting. Very interesting. I don't think of him as a handcuff for Melvin Gordon. I think of him as a player that you could possibly start in a flex. Like a, you think it's a committee? Coleman yeah. type? Austin Eckler, like the percentage he was out there if for you ask, snaps? If you ask me, I'd rather have Eckler, Gordon, than Freeman, Coleman. Um, yeah, because my Ryan fucking blows. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Especially after what we saw this Not week. even just that. I think Eckler's just that good that he's so underrated. Yeah. I, I think the way... San Diego uses their offense, and they can actually what, score in the red zone. He is what they yeah. wanted out of Woodhead. Yeah. Dave yeah. Woodhead was good. No, I know. Woodhead they, couldn't stay on the field, though. That was yeah, the problem. He, he didn't stay as long Poor as they bastard. wanted him to be there. Yeah, but no. I mean, San Diego's offense looks good. Um, yeah. Antonio Gates doesn't catch a touchdown, catches two passes for 16 yards and a two-point conversion. As the season goes on, I think Gates will get better. He came in on a short week this you week. Hope they he they gets just better. signed him. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm dead ass. You got Delaney Walker that goes down. You picked up Antonio Gates. Please, dude, come on. You, I'm you're serious. really expecting this Antonio is not... Gates to be part of. Dude, he was yeah, there last he, year. Is he what not... did he do last year? He was splitting time with Hunter Henry. Okay, no, but what, what was his stat line last year? Look at look at the tight end stats. I'm talking about last year. I'm talking about he's splitting. He was splitting time with Hunter Henry last year. Not the, really. It was not. What do you mean? Not time. really. He split some. Hunter Henry split nah, some time yeah, with there's him. There's no fucking Hunter it Henry was this 75 year. Seventy-five Hunter Henry, like twenty. And the, do you see Hunter Henry on the field? At the end of the do year, do you see Hunter Henry on the field? Henry, yeah. He's not on the field. Okay. He's hurt. Yeah, that's why he's. Uh, not Antonio on the Gates field. is on the field. Okay. They got Virgil Green. You fucking believe in him? Okay, <laughs> Antonio Gates is thirty. 
35, 36, 37 yeah. years old. And he's one of the best tight ends ever. Philip Rivers yeah. loves okay, him. He was one of the best tight ends ever. Look at the tight end stats. You cannot Phillip compare Rivers. his year this year and last year to his prime because you just said he's one he's of the He's been best. on the team for six fucking days. <laughs> I'm not going to compare his week one stats to last year. Oh, man. Wait, it's a wait thing. It's week one. You gotta wait. Yeah, you're gonna wait a long yeah, but time. I mean, like, if you're, yeah, but if you're like banking you're gonna wait, on Antonio you're gonna wait. Gates to like, I'm not saying if you're banking on him. Improve. I'm not saying if you're banking on him, but he's gonna be like, the only way. He's who do you gonna... trust else in tight ends besides Gronk, Kelsey? Like, would you have a problem starting Antonio Gates? No, no, absolutely not. Then what the fuck are you talking about then? <laughs> I'd rather start Antonio I'm Gates saying, than like Sammy Watkins. If you're banking on much. him getting like significantly better, I don't think that like. <laughs> that's what do you mean? I'm not talking about like he's fucking Gronk. He doesn't look that. I'm saying he's a startable tight end. Yeah, he's definitely a startable tight end. Then what the fuck else do you want in fantasy football? Uh, I don't know. Not him. I wouldn't feel comfortable starting it's just, Like I would start him if, like, bottom of the barrel, my guy's hurt, I'm on a waiver claim, and I couldn't get the guy that I originally wanted, so I'm just adding When you're him. starting Gates, you're hoping he just gets that one reception, nine-yard touchdown in the red zone. Like, that's where For a tight end, him. that's all you need. For the, a fantasy the, owner, you need a little bit more. You need... You need, like, what Evan Ingram got today? Or what fucking David Njoku yeah, got today? I, would you rather have Evan Ingram or Antonio if Gates? Antonio what Gates would you rather a, have? If, if Antonio have? gets getting touchdowns, I'm rather have Antonio Gates. T- what did he do today? He did two for He's 16. been on the team for six days. Two, two catches, sixteen yards. He wasn't starting. Okay. Yeah, and it's getting spicy. He wasn't starting. Okay, yeah. he wasn't starting. Okay, but what did he do? He had two catches. Okay. For sixteen yards. What did okay. the other fucking tight end do? Virgil Green. Okay. Two for twenty-one. Yeah, two for twenty-one. Ingram played against Jacksonville. Yeah, I, I, Antonio Gates played I'm against saying, the he's Chargers. A, he's a viable option for starting tight ends. How many points did Evan Ingram get? If you're starting uh, a tight end, uh, if you're starting a tight end on okay. the Chargers, who are you starting? Are you starting Virgil Green, or are you going to start t- Hunter Henry with an ACL injury? We're going to get you no points. <laughs> oh my God, that's I'm, I would want to look elsewhere. An argument right now. I mean, Gates has been with the team for six days, but he's also been with the team for like six years. I mean, yeah, no, and, but if you look more at the stats, Philip Rivers throws to his tight ends. Not he today. ranks. First in fucking all receptions, is, would you rather yards, have would you and touchdowns. Have? Not, not in all three. Would you rather have Evan five. Ingram or Antonio Gates? Who would you rather have? Uh, Evan Ingram. I okay, would rather have. So Ingram. why did you That's bring a, up Evan Ingram today then? Because he had a shit week. Tight ends have a shit week. Defense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I don't think that's an apples to apples comparison. It's either. not. Like, but I'm saying tight ends are not consistently consistent. Evan, like Gronk is. Antonio Gates had. A no-nothing game against a defense that is good, but again, no boasting. And he no wasn't starting. He was splitting half the time. As Gates continues to work with the team, he's been on the team for six days. Once he's there for, you know, three or four weeks, a month into the season, he's going to be the starting tight end. Unless you think Virgil Green's going to overtake Antonio Gates as starting I tight end. I honestly think but even he then, could. Dude, I don't then think kudos I'm to Virgil Green. But until I see that, Antonio Gates, the connection, the history he's had with Phillip Rivers is there. Yeah, but I think you're, you're underestimating, like... His age. He, yeah. was, he was not good last year. The only reason why he played at all last year was, was no, to like, get the he, touchdowns. He it, yeah, but Glenn, it's because... He did it for the records last year. But that's saying, why he, he stopped at the end of the year. It's a starting tight end of the Chargers. Look, up, look at his stats Henry. for the end of last year. I mean, it's like yeah. zero receptions yeah, Look like up his stats last year when he's playing with Hunter Henry. Right, we oh my God, stop saying Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry isn't on the field. He only played last year to get the touchdown record. Hunter Henry isn't on the field. That's the only reason why he played last year. That's why he didn't play this year. He's not on the field. We're going to move on to the next game. We do. Not on the field. You watch. You watch. <laughs> Seahawks Broncos played today. That's and, a game that happened. And the Broncos won. Oh, and uh, hold on. We all picked Seattle. We all picked Seattle. We all fucked up. Yeah, it was rough sledding for Seahawks a little bit. Uh, Case Keenum 
surprised the world. He had a pretty good outing, three picks, but a good outing. Um, I don't think three picks is a good outing. Three touchdowns, though. Over 300 Case yards. Keenum? It was a 3 3 3. I mean, Keenum yeah. had a game that you would expect from Case Keenum. He, no, they, he did better than I thought. He looked good. He did. And he looked bad. Yeah, <laughs> if Keenum goes for 329 was, yards, that's a plus for him. I was throwing some hate around touchdown. people picking up Sanders and Demarius Thomas early. And they proved to be good. Yeah. Let's look at Sanders. But, I mean, in our hashtag bet. Who had the better game? Manuel Sanders. Uh, Gentleman's bet. You. What's the and what's what's the loser do? But 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 that's the blow the winner. But to your statement uh, to your statement that Demarius Thomas is softer than baby shit. (laughs) Did you see his tight end catch? His touchdown catch? (laughs) Didn't look soft to me. Ah, he's soft. Didn't look soft to me. Baby shit. Demarius Thomas continues to be a wide receiver too. Emmanuel Sanders had a great game. I don't expect him to get ten receptions, one hundred thirty-five yards, and a touchdown every game. Maybe not as soft as baby shit. Maybe he's like as soft as a grape. How about that? As a grape. He's not soft, dude. Yes, he is. He's not soft. If you give that man the least bit of adversity, he turtles. He fucking like grabbed a touchdown today over two guys. Okay, that's that's not adversity. That's just <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's then? a skill play. It's not adversity when you have to jump over two like, guys. If you get physical with that guy, he turtles, man. Come on. He turtles. Yes, he does. Mason, if you got physical with Demarius Thomas, he would fuck you up. Oh my yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Broncos, yeah. Freeman and Lindsey, <laughs> both 15 rushes, both 71, 71 yards. yards. I mean, Lindsey gets two catches for 31 yards and a touchdown. I'm going to have to see more from the Broncos running backs to, uh, you know, figure out who you want to start. It's tough between I mean, both of them. Look at that. Freeman, Lindsey, 15 for 71 each. Yeah, I just said that. Like. How does that happen? Yeah. Lindsey came out of nowhere. I wouldn't, still wouldn't trust him, but you gotta, yeah. you might gotta monitor that. I would add him if you have the bench spot. I mean, I don't know. Fifteen carries. I wouldn't touch that Broncos backfield, man. That is just something I do. Yeah, no. I do not feel comfortable looking at. That. You can definitely drop Booker, because fuck him. <laughs> yeah, it's um, crazy. He was, he was slotted as the second yeah. running back. Three weeks ago, he was gonna lead the sure. lead the running backs. Now, then it was Freeman, and now he's like. Now he's behind some something named Lindsay. Lindsay, some man named Lindsay. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan, fifteen for seventy-one. Uh, he had a touchdown reception. That's uh, so he did better than Freeman on the day. But uh, invest in Freeman, I say, add Lindsay, and see what happens. On the Seattle side, Russell Wilson, um, his floor is so high. He didn't have a great game, but it's an acceptable game. Two hundred ninety-eight yards, three touchdowns. Does have two interceptions. Um, <laughs> the receiving core with Doug Baldwin out now. How long is Baldwin out? I don't know. All I know he's out. And uh, the receding leader was Disley, the tight end. Three receptions, 105 yards. Disley said in the last fucking podcast, who the fuck is this Disley guy? And he was yeah. like, who the fuck am I? We were trying to look who up. The who the fuck, fuck am I? I? Who the fuck are Let you? fucking tell you, man. We were trying to see if Nick Vanette was the tight end, and Mason found this Disley guy. I'm like, no, that's not him. And he's him. That's That's him. Disley with the middle finger, dissing everyone who tried to catch him as he went for 105 yards and a score. That shit was crazy, man. Three Tyler, receptions, though. Tyler Lockett goes for three receptions, 59 yards, and a touchdown off that big play, broken coverage. Um, let's talk running backs. Chris Carson rushes for seven, seven rushes, fifty-one yards. Had one of the prettiest plays of the day. Where yeah, he, uh, beautiful. Leftover uh, Ronald Darby. 
That catches, was catches three for 28. Rashad Penny gets seven rushes for only eight yards, but Penny catches four for 35. Um, from what I saw, it looked like Penny was used more on passing downs. Chris Carson on like first and second downs to get more, uh, I wouldn't say more carries, but to get the same carries. But it looks like Carson has better efficiency when he runs. But this is just like similar to the Broncos' backfield. I don't think everything has sorted itself out enough yet, so it's still yeah, something it's that I don't really want to touch. Too much of a small you know? sample size to see. Yeah. Um, you saw Carson get receptions too, three for 28, one less than Penny. Yeah, and, and it's just something that's going to have to develop over the season. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I don't feel comfortable starting Carson or Penny mm-hmm. until you know they prove me Same. otherwise. Who do you think? Who do you think is going to get the job though? Penny. Probably Penny. Really? I, I think know. Penny I think wins out. I think it's Carson. I, I, I like Chris Carson as a runner. He's proved flashes last year. But for the Seattle to draft a first round running back, and them wanting to get back to you know grounding, pounding the ball like they did when they had Marshawn Lynch. It's also Pete Carroll and stuff like that that are drafting. Yeah, so. but I mean. I don't know. We'll see. And uh, Packers, mean, Packers just won. They held on one by one. No, they didn't yet. Well, they're about to, because Bears only have one timeout. Well, yeah, but this is they'll have they'll have a little bit of time left. They'll have nine seconds. I just gotta say, I I am not comfortable with the Seahawks unless you have Russell Wilson. I, I, Plain I and simple. We'll have to see what Disley does. It could be just a one game fluke. Three receptions, 105 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, maybe. But Russell Wilson's got to throw to somebody, especially with Doug Baldwin out. Shout out to Brandon Marshall. Yeah, Brandon Marshall had himself a little bit of the game. He's still playing. He caught two <laughs> balls in the end zone. One was called back. Yeah. Watch well, out for Marshall. We'll see how that works. Like I said, it's still too early in the it's season to see if there's any uh, any person on the Seattle offense that you want to start besides Russell Wilson. All right, and then we got, well, we can uh, talk about Green Bay when that game is over. But uh, Redskins-Cardinals. We, uh, we well, What a Cardinals. game, huh? That was a mistake. It's confirmed that Sam Bradford sucks. Yep. It's confirmed that David Johnson is still good. And it's confirmed that Alex Smith actually isn't that bad. Not that bad. Very safe. Even on a brand new team. Redskins played a safe game today. Adrian Peterson, 21.6 fantasy points. Finds the end zone, 26 rushes, uh, 96 yards. Big day for Peterson. And a touchdown. Chris Thompson also proves that he has some fancy value. Five rushes for 65 yards, six catches for 63 yards, and a touchdown. Um, I like the way the Redskins use their backs today. Peterson grounding the pound on first and second down. Thompson doing his thing on passing downs. Look at Peterson's passing work today. Two for 70. Don't expect that every week, but he's yeah. he's looking good. Oh, and a fumble. Not. He's looking good. And a fumble. And a fumble. And the Packers just wrapped up the But game. are you mad with him, Glenn? No, I'm very happy. No, with over 20 person. points. Yeah, over 20 points. Um, Smith being Smith, 250 and 2. Yeah. This is what he does. It, it's going to have to see if this you know, can continue, if they can keep committing to Peterson, running the ball. Obviously, you know, the uh, Redskins had a lead most of the game, so they were comfortable setting the pace of the game. Alex Smith converting on third downs, Peterson running the ball. Um, for the Cardinals, though, I mean, it's scary. It's David Johnson, Larry Fitz. Not bad. Seven seven receptions, 76 yards. That's what you expect from Fitz. That is what you expect. Um, But, yeah, David Johnson, only nine rushes. Like I said, they were behind most of the game. 37 yards, and he does get into the end zone. It's Uh, a little worrisome. Then I'm receiving five receptions for 30 yards. I I think once the Cardinals realize that they have David Johnson... They need to keep using David and you, Johnson. And you like, saw that later in the game, that, that David yeah, Johnson's yeah. involvement. The, was first, the first half, David Johnson completely wiped 
uh, a non-factor in the game. Once they started using David Johnson more, they started to get their offense going a little more, get further down the field, got yep. a couple scores from it. He's a great receiver. Yeah, so uh, I think the biggest problem, uh, Sam Bradford's a quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's going to be interesting to see if um, Rosen goes in there. Yeah, definitely. They were home against the Redskins offense. That's not really much of a powerhouse. It's kind of concerning on how they're going to win games. In fantasy, do you guys believe in Alex Smith? That's I mean, a streamer, yeah. If you, if you need a quarterback yeah, for a week. if you need one for a bye or something. Bye I mean, week, I injury. Using him. He's shown he, in the past that he can put up a good week. Last year, for most of the year, he was the number one quarterback. He was good last yeah, year. He was good. Yeah. But, I mean, he also had great weapons on the, Kansas City. Some of the best weapons in the league. So. And, it, and he got, like, Kareem, Kareem Hunt when Kareem Hunt was. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah now Kareem Hunt. The like, creme de la creme. He is hit earth. I mean, I just don't think they. I just don't think they're using him to his full potential. Kareem Hunt. I don't know. Yeah, they do silly end arounds with Hill instead of running it in with. And like, it's not like the opportunities aren't there for Kareem Hunt. He just doesn't, like, he doesn't get them. Like, like the opportunities, like he had, there was, they were first in goal, and instead of you know running a ball first down with your running back, it should be a touchdown. Yeah, that's it. Well, I mean, I'm not worried about Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I mean, from a fantasy standpoint, yeah. I guess like. Kareem Hunt kind of had his touchdowns vultured from other players in the offense today. I mean, rushing-wise, he really wasn't good. He only had, yeah. yeah. He had 16 for 49. That's not good. It's not good. <laughs> it's a good all. amount of carries, but, you know. If you but, get 16 carries, you want to lose like 80-some yards. I mean, there's not really, I don't feel like there's really much, a lot to talk about in this Redskins. Yeah, it was. Cardinals game is kind of a snooze fest of a game. I mean, the Redskins put up 24 points, but they put up 17 of those in the first half. The Cardinals didn't score. They only scored kick field goals. Let's talk about Jordan Reed. I mean, quickly, since we were just talking about Hunt, I forgot to mention this. He didn't have a reception, so just definitely monitor Hunt over the next couple weeks. Yeah. Continue. I think it'll be all right. Be all right. Uh, Jordan Reed finds the end zone. Welcome back, Reed. When Jordan Reed's healthy, he's one of the best tight ends in the game. When Jordan Reed's playing me, he's one of the best. Tight I think ends that's it. He's probably going to get hurt next week. Which you told me if he you. isn't facing Mason, he's not going to score. Yes. That is exactly what I'm telling you. Yeah, you're probably right. Just like Jay Zai, you probably won't get over 20 points again for the rest of the year. You guys will understand that when shit goes wrong for Mason, it's usually just for that week. Um, yeah. Alex Smith being, you know, conservative quarterback that he is, I think Jordan Reed will be fine. As long as he's on the field, he's going to be fine. Four receptions, 48 yards, and a touchdown. For a tight end, what more can you ask for? Yeah. Um, Alex Smith loves his tight ends, man. Yeah. Yep. Jordan Reed's going to be a player to watch. Paul Richardson. Um, four receptions, twenty-two yards. Could be something. Could not be. Could be. Could be gas. Could be gas. Uh, could be. But gas. he was a good player on Seattle. Like I said, we're gonna see how uh, Alex Smith, you know, uses his wide receivers. All right. And if they keep pounding the ball with Peterson. Uh, so moving on to the last of the four, or yeah, the last of the four o'clock games, we have Cowboys and Panthers. What a fucking ugly also game. A rock, complete in a rock fight. Um. So, Dude. yeah, that was rough. Dude. What? Oh, Glenn, are you okay? Breaking no. news? Red Sox and Astros are tied bottom of the night, 5-5. Oh, five. that's lame, dude. Oh, I didn't but, know um, this was a Red I Sox mean, podcast. <laughs> well, it should you be. Wanna talk, let's talk about the Panthers first because, oh, my God. Today, as a Christian McCaffrey fantasy owner, today was just like, in a nutshell, what it was like to be a Christian McCaffrey fantasy owner last year. It's like, he's one of the... He's, he's, He's such a talented back, and he's just not used in the right zone. See, I'm laughing 
Because Cam Newton had more rushes than Chris McCaffrey did. <laughs> oh my god! Did joke? he really? Did he really? Let me bring right. up these leading, yeah. leading rushes for the Panthers. <laughs> Cam Newton goes 13 for 58 and a touchdown. McCaffrey goes 10 for 50. And it was like McCaffrey was bad. He was averaging five yards a carry. 13. But only 10 carries. And then he leads, you know, in receiving six receptions, forty-five yards. So it's 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 good. I mean, it's yeah. it's what he you had, want. He had two of his touchdowns vultured from friggin' oh, that's gonna happen from Newton, which that's okay, QB option. It's, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You should know. Then he had it vultured from him from the fucking fullback. Oh, that's gonna happen too. Oh yeah, it's gonna happen. Mason, the Panthers' offense at the goal line is like so many variables can happen. Whether it's Cam Newton. It's a three-sided coin. Whether it's Christian McCaffrey. Whether it's C.J. Anderson. Whether it's a fucking stubby fullback. Stubby. Somebody's going to get in the end zone. Like, and like what the fuck? I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like one out of four times, it's Christian McCaffrey. And that's I the mean, sad part about it. I guess it. McCaffrey probably kind of shot himself in the foot when he fumbled earlier in the game. That's not. A little bit. But, I mean, they still went back to him. It's just like, I, I don't understand why Ron Rivera is so hesitant to use him in the red zone where he's, I mean, he's talented. You know what I mean? It's not like he's hes a, a bum out there. No. And they're just like, oh, well, eh, we don't really need to use this guy. He's not that fucking good. Who cares? You know what I mean? I think this is his floor. You know, 10 for 50 and the rushing 6 for 45 receiving. I hope you're right, Susan. I think, you know, 90 yards total is, is a good floor. Yeah, he no seems like a, he, I think he would average you 13, 14 points a game. I'm fine yeah. with that. If if McCaffrey gets in the end zone, you're like, hallelujah, this is what I want. Yeah. But she almost had it. Yeah, it's weird. It'll like, come. Yeah. If it comes, great. Hope, if it doesn't, he still has that floor. I just hope it's not like last year where he didn't score his first touchdown until like week nine. Yeah. That was brutal, man. Like Greg Olson catches two receptions for 33 yards, but then gets injured. Same foot that he had surgery on, seen in the boot on the sideline. So he's probably done. We don't it's, know for a fact he's, he's done. Du- not for the year, but definitely yeah. for like eight weeks. It's tough. Um, sucks to be Greg Olsen. Lo- yeah. out as long as Bell, though. So do you trust any wide receiver? Probably not. As long, um, any wide receiver on the Panthers? Uh, you gotta go with Funches, probably. If anyone, Funches. Three, three receptions then, for I'm 41 yards. But, I mean, that's Devin, a good thing. Funches will get you a seven-reception game with two touchdowns. Yeah, like, could. As a McCaffrey owner, I'm more encouraged by the fact that Olsen got hurt because now, by... Process of elimination, McCaffrey is yeah. gonna have to be. See, I'm not always like that when it comes to fantasy. Like, the worst thing that ever happened to Zeke is that Dak has no one else to throw to, because he get it. You come, you become one dimensional. I guess so, but I mean, like, even even in the case of the Panthers, I feel like a huge part of that offense is Cam Newton's mobility. Yeah, let's talk about Cam for a sec. Seventeen to twenty six. Only 161 yards, no passing touchdowns, no interceptions, but he does get a rushing touchdown. Yep. Guys, who, like we said, guys who scramble in the quarterback game have that high floor. Um, they're always going to get you some rushing yards, possibly a rushing touchdown. But the benefit of Cam is that he also has a high ceiling because he's he's Cam Newton. Yeah. Because he I can mean, do all that rushing. As bad as the Cowboys' offense play today. If Cam Newton does a read option on the goal line, he is keeping the ball. As, as bad as the Cowboys' yep. offense play today, their defense holding the Panthers to 16 points. Um, not bad. Cam not Newton, bad only 161 yards. But let's go to the Dallas's offenses now. Uh, Dak Prescott, 17 for 29, 170 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Loses a fumble on the last drive that they have to, you know, win the game on. No passing touchdowns. No pass touchdowns. Only only touchdown for the Cowboys is Zeke. 15. Ru- all right. First of all, 
15 rushes for Zeke simply can't happen. He makes the most out of it with 69 yards and a touchdown. How many yards? 69. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Who's the other person at 69? Hey. Nice. Hey. nice. Uh, who was who's the other Allison. Oh, yeah. Did he finish with 69? I think so. Hey. Did he really? Dude. Hey. Where is it? Yeah. Oh, 69, 69 yards. All right, so as Zeke gets 69 yards. I ain't dropping that guy. As a guy you drafted, you know, in top three picks. It's so frustrating as a Zeke fantasy owner and as a Cowboys fan. You're a Zeke owner? No, but I used to be. But whenever the Cowboys get down in the game, it's like they completely forget about the game plan, completely forget about Zeke Elliott, don't stick to running the ball, and they make it, they put it on Dak's shoulders. And I'm sorry. Especially in a game like this, they were never down big. No, it was a one-score game, like the whole game. It was 16 was the highest score, 16 to 8. Yeah, yeah, it's one score. And he's got 15 But, I mean, carries. even, when, even yeah. when they were – the Panthers went up 16-8, it was only in, like, the the um, the um second half. I mean, the Panthers were up 10-0 for, like, I think three quarters of the game. It was yeah. in, like, the fourth quarter where they scored that touchdown and yeah. then they went for the two-point conversion and they missed. Yep. So, Cowboys mean, receivers, really nothing. I mentioned Coles Beasley as being, you know, a possible flex option. He goes seven for 73. That's good. I mean, that's good. That's good. Didn't even notice that, really. It's good. But it goes very under the radar because the Cowboys wide receiver core sucks. Yeah. That's... Um, yeah. Hopefully, next week, Cowboys are at home to the Giants. Could be a big game for running backs, both Zeke and Saquon. Um, hopefully, if you're a Zeke owner, you want to see them commit to the run more. Um, I, I don't believe you own any wide receiver in the Cowboys. Like I said, maybe Beasley. Um, Who do you get as a fantasy for... quarterback now, honestly? What Prescott or Flacco? Oh, my God. It's come to this already? Uh, um, I would think it would depend on the matchup of the week, honestly. Yeah. Carolina's defense is tough. I didn't expect I didn't expect Dak to have The front a seven's tough. The, the DBs game. aren't anything special anymore. Well, have you seen the Cowboys wide receivers? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, what I'm talking about fantasy-wise, do you take Dak or do you take Flacco? Um, I think it's easy answer. I guess like I said, because Dak... most of the time. Yeah, but like I said, with a scrambling quarterback like Dak, five rushes, 19 yards. Um, didn't have that good of a game on his legs, but he has that floor where he can still run the ball, get in the end zone. He had a nice rush for a first oh, down. Oh, Dak is, is, is one of the wor- hardest to stop when he has someone to throw to and Zeke's on fire and he can and he can run. Yeah. Once, Zach, once Dak can use his legs, they're going to be a 13-3 team again. But yeah. they can't because there's no one to throw to. The offensive line is deteriorating right in front of them. They're not healthy. They're missing their all-pro center, Travis Frederick. Is Smith even really 100% after last year? Because he was out a couple of games. He was, but he's back and playing. Uh, Zach Martin had a knee injury in the preseason. It's week one. I'm not too worried. I'm just worried about the wide receiving core. Guys honestly just weren't open for Dallas. Forced Dak to – he had time. But when guys can't get open, Dak has to scramble out. There's nothing going on, really. And it leads to, you know, him having going 19 for 29, 170 yards. And, and again, like I said, in the game when the Cowboys fall behind, they, they stray away from Zeke, which is, it worries me. But moving on, let's talk about the last game of the night, oh, Sunday Night Football. Real quick, took the L on that one. You picked Dallas. Me and Sousa both picked Carolina. Congratulations, Woo-hoo. fuckers. <laughs> Last game of the night, Sunday Night Football. We talked about this a little through in the podcast. Updates here and there. This game's officially over. The Packers win 24-23. We all picked the Packers. 
So uh, good comeback by them. The Bears, though, let this one slip away. They're up 20 to nothing. Mitch Trubisky looked great on the first couple drives. We thought this was actually going to be a thing. And ends up only going 23 to 35, 171 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, the Bears legit scripted the first drive, and yep. they're like, all right, this is awesome. Yep. It was like SpongeBob when it's like, the, the, the is amazing, and then there's nothing after it. They looked like the Jacksonville and the AFC Championship run, run, pass. Jordan Howard goes for 15 for 82, doesn't get in the end zone. Actually, oh, Mitch, going back to Mitch Trubisky, rushes seven times. 32 yards and a touchdown. So there's that. There you go. Yeah, he's got, that kid's got some legs, man. That's for damn sure. We saw a lot of usage of Tariq Cohen. Five rushes, 25 yards. It's five yards per carry. Also in the passing game, he had three catches for 16 yards. Uh, Tariq Cohen, one of those boomer bust players where, you know, he can boom. And he can bust. He's going to be in the passing game. Um, I think for, you know, like a safety valve for Mitch Trubisky, Tariq Cohen will be all right. You kind of worry about starting him in like a flex position. Yeah. Um, yeah. But other than that, if, if Jordan Howard you know, continues this efficiency, 15 for 82 is pretty good. And um, He's kind of like, he's not the Tyreek Hill of running backs per se because I think Hill is so much better. Are you talking about Tariq Cohen or Howard? I'm talking about Tariq Cohen. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, so, so I'm talking about, what I'm talking about Hill is, as in, I think Hill is so much better his position than Tariq Cohen is at his. But I think they're kind of the same person. You're going to get a boom or bust kind of game where Hill's floor will be like, Eight nine points, and his yeah. ceiling could be like 30, 40, Where Tariq Cohen, like his floor could be like three or four points. Plus, and it's also his ceiling could be like twenty some points. It's also different because he has Jordan Howard in front of him. Mm-hmm. If Cohen was the only back, I think it would be a big difference yeah, he, he in can't fantasy really run position. The tackles, like he can, but he... but like I'm saying, he would have more chances to than yeah. you know Jordan Howard getting fifteen rushes. Wide receivers, uh, Taylor Gabriel gets five receptions for twenty five yards. Allen Robinson, four receptions for sixty one yards. Could possibly make some noise in the future. Could have, should have had a touchdown. Yeah. Well overthrown. I feel like all those yeah. came in the first two drives. That's the thing. After the second thing. half, the Bears uh, kind of fall apart. But for, yeah, for, a guy, for a guy that's been out of the league basically for two years, like last year with the injury and the year before, just stats-wise, just not there. Not a bad showing to Bears, start off. Bears defense gets 13 fantasy points. I will tell you what, that defense looks Khalil Math pretty is legit. worth Every penny. I mean, if you can hold the Packers offense to an Aaron Rodgers to only 24 points, that's not a bad game. Not a bad game at no, all. That's pretty good. I mean, it kind of speaks for itself, to be honest. Again, the pick six was with Trubisky in. Not Trubisky. Uh, uh, Kalume. No, no, but... Um, oh, Kaiser. Deshaun Kaiser. Kaiser. Yeah, when Aaron Rodgers left, Deshaun Kaiser uh, came in. After Rodgers gave us the a little scare. Side. So oh. Rodgers gives us a scare, but he comes back. Goes 20 for 30. Red Sox beat Astros. Let's go. Let's go. Dude. Red Sox didn't get swept. Go Red Sox. Let's, Let's go, go Red Sox. Sox. Um, Aaron Rodgers comes back, goes 20 for 30, 286 yards, three touchdowns to lead the pack to a win. Um, Jamal Williams, 15 rushes, 47 yards. Suze, how do you feel about that? Um, I'm glad he got the volume. Bears has a, have a stout you know, run defense at the addition of Khalil Mack, but I'm, just, I'm glad to see 15 carries. How many yards? 47 yards. I'm not glad... To not ha- to see him not involved in the passing game. So I think a lot of listeners are gonna want to know, what do I do? Do I keep Jamal Williams or right? That's the thing. Yeah, because so, I, I, I don't think he's gonna be starting one. That's why I, I have to remember his name. I mean, he'll I start think next Aaron week. Aaron Jones is gonna take the job. <laughs> Aaron Jones yeah, suspended obviously for four weeks. When he comes is it back, oh, it's two. Yeah. It's two. It's two, two two games. Games. I'm thinking of Mark Ingram, the other suspended guy. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, team felony. Team felony. Team felony, dude. 
You look at the wide receivers. Ain't trying. <laughs> Randall Cobb, nine for one forty-two, one touchdown. Is this holy a, shit? Is this something we're gonna see? There was one so. breakaway play for this a touchdown. We're gonna see from yeah, Randall but that's Cobb? Randall Cobb for you. He is a breakaway type of guy. Cobb? Again, we haven't seen him in like two or three years, but that's yeah. Him. Is Randall Cobb back? It's a seventy-five yeah. yard touchdown. Is it just gas? I'm gonna say it's just gas. I'm gonna say I think he's back. Corn on the cob. Corn on the cob. Slob on my knob. Randall Cobb oh. is the fucking man, and he's back. But most receptions. Yeah, Devontae Adams. Um, obviously, people taking him in the second round. We're happy. Five receptions, 88 yards, and a touchdown. Geronimo Allison. Watch five out. receptions, 69 yards. Nice. Oh. And nice. a touchdown. Um, with Aaron Rodgers on the field, Packers wide receivers uh, can go off at any moment. Yeah. Just a matter of who is it. Tonight it was Randall Cobb. Tonight it was really everyone. They even won. Even they, they all scored touchdowns, but as far as you know, receptions yeah. and yards, Randall Cobb. Above and beyond, um, nine receptions, 142 yards. You just got to know those touchdowns aren't always going to be so spread out. It's probably going to be one to two great receivers. Tonight it was three, but it's probably going to be Adams most of the time. Cobb got a good game. Uh, keep him. Maybe flex him. Uh, maybe trade him. Maybe see what happens next week. All right, but see what that wraps up uh, the games this week. We'll recap the Monday night games in the Tuesday episode, which will be a preview of Week two's games, um, but before we go, let's do uh, real quick. Nope, just to point out, oh. uh, as far as our picks for games go, I about this. I win this week. I had five wins. Uh, Glenn and Susan both had four. That's awful. The Monday night. Well, the games aren't over yet, so you can't well, even get no, the picks yet. No, the Monday night games yeah, don't we... matter because we all pick the same teams. So fuck you. You can cha- <laughs> you can change it. Yeah, you want to change it? You yeah. could change it. Let me change it. Yeah? Oh, wait a minute. Come on. Who you got? The, the Rams? You're going to change the Rams and open the I'm not changing You're going to change the this, Lions from the Jets? You're going to have to if wait. you want to win. Or tie, I should say. Sousa won't change the Lions. I'll change the Jets. You want J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. All right, Jets. fine. Holy well, shit. Well, we're going to review this. Sousa, you're staying with the Jets and the Rams? Yeah. Right. Smart man. You, you, you pick the Jets to win? No, I didn't pick the Jets. I picked the Lions. You picked the Lions. He's the Lions yeah, fan. Yeah, I'm not showing so yeah, we'll, we'll so, recap. We'll recap that in the next next uh, show. Yep. But before we go, before we go, we're gonna introduce a new thing as we do our recaps every week. We're gonna do our stellar star of the week. Souza, start us off. Who's your stellar star? Yeah, week? I'll make this short and sweet. Um, Tyreek Hill, Tyreek the freak, really showing us why he is the freak. He is punt a return guy, touchdown, slant for slant to the house, give him the peace sign because. He's too fast for you. And, of course, an end-around little shuffle pass at the goal line. That probably should have went to Kareem Hunt. But it went to Tyreek Hill because he's that good. Three total touchdowns, all in different ways. You got to love him. Got to love him. Mason, your stellar star of the week. I am going with Pat Mahomes, another Kansas City Chief. We already talked about this before, but he was very good today. Four touchdowns, no interceptions, 15-27, and 27, uh, 256 yards. I mean, Very good. What can you say? Like I said, as an, as far as a debut against us uh, or the season opener goes for against a pretty stout Chargers defense, he put uh, his big boy shoes yeah, on. Kid balled out, man. I he mean, did. whether it's going to be consistent or not throughout the season, we'll see once teams are get, get more tape on him and stuff. Uh, stuff, but you know, right now, I mean, it's hard to not like hard to not like what you see. All right, and our guest for today, Panach, who's your stellar star of the week? Going with the guy that just got paid, Cleo Mack. A lot of things did great, obviously. You know, there's one thing to say, wow, he had a strip sack fumble. 
and the pick six. But it was the way he did it was dominating. Like the way he strip sacked that, he just ripped it out of his hands. <laughs> ripped out of his fucking. He heart. looked like he looked like he was playing in the backyard, and he was just that fourth grader that just you know hit puberty before <laughs> anyone else and just took it away. And it wasn't even just that. There was a lot of times when Aaron Rodgers was struggling to start and where Klimiak would just be a half second late. He'd still put his hand on the back of Rodgers like, oh, you're lucky that time. So he he's, he gets yeah. in the mind. It wasn't like... He uh, lets you know that he's there. Even when he doesn't make it there, he's like, you know what? It wasn't like, like Chicago took a 20 nothing league when Rodgers wasn't on the field. Yeah. When Rodgers played in you know, that first couple series, Khalil Mack was a factor. Oh, yeah. So that's a good stellar star of the week. My stellar star of the week is none other than Ryan Fitzmagic. Tampa Bay quarterback goes for 42.3 fantasy points this week. 417 God. passing yards, four touchdown passes, 36 rushing yards, and a fucking bulldozer of a touchdown rush. <laughs> Ryan Fitzmagic, week one. That what was a magic trick, yeah. I'll tell That's you That's a magic trick. Who would have thunk, dude? But is it an illusion? Um, oh, of course. I would say so, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it's safe to say. So that was it, guys. Thank you for tuning in to episode five this week. We'll be back later this week um, recapping Monday night's game and giving you a preview of week two because we're already on to week two. Well, football right. started. What a week one. And it's not over yet. But How many winners at this table? Um, it's too early to talk because it's always Monday night. Mm. Two games Monday night. I probably lost, but TBD. I'm only down by three now. Well, you didn't so. expect anything else from me, Mason. Yeah, honestly. Good luck with your Monday night I gotta, games. I got to ask you a question, though. Up by two points. The other guy has Cooper Cup. I got Greg the Leg. Do I start Corell or do I start Powell? Powell. 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 Crowell. What do you say? Uh, Mason's a deciding factor. <laughs> yeah. I would go with Suze. I say Powell. All right. Oh, okay. I'm definitely going Crowell. Uh, Crowell. All right. Powell's going to get a busted knee probably now. <laughs> no, uh, Powell's just, uh, last year he showed that he wasn't even like a non uh, factor in, you know, the Jets offense. Mm-hmm. All right. Crowell, the Crow. You got to go with him on Monday night. So, uh, That's why you, you love the Crow. You had him as a rookie year and everything. Yeah, but I mean. You're gonna need. Didn't the win your championships. It's because he's going up against the Lions. That's my team. You're gonna need the passing down back. I think. And With the PPR well, league, yeah. you want every point you can get. I think Powell do better. All right. So, uh, thanks for coming on, Panops. Appreciate thanks. it. It's um, coming. So, if, see you on. So, if you want to give us a follow, we finally got our Twitter account figured out. Hey, let's go. <laughs> it's at Stellar Seller Two. And the number two. number two. Why number two? Because that's what was available. I don't know. <laughs> and then, uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Stellar, so Stellar Pod. 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 Okay. Just pod. Pod. It's like short for podcast. I know. Okay. Tide Pods. Tide Pods. Yep. Go eat a little pod. candy. Mm-mm. And uh, if you want to follow any of us. Don't follow me. Okay. Never mind. Well, yeah. You can follow me at M underscore Boyd. Don't follow him. 77 on both Twitter and Instagram. Feel free to do so. Okay. Uh. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Good night. All right. Uh, we'll see your ass right. later this week. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Guys, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs>